Welcome to the Saladcast on Sunday, the 18th of December, 2016. I'm your host, Dan Train. Joining me today, Zachary Burgess. Just a little bit of fire. And Robert Kemp. It's the sight of fire. Yep. It's where the fire happened. The Burnsite. The Burnsite. That's probably not why it's called that. <laughs> no, I have no idea. I haven't actually got the page open still. I don't know, I don't know what Burnsite is. We don't Can't tell you anything is. about it. We don't know if it results from a burning at the site. And just found at the site of burnings. Maybe really because it's always certainly not spelt S I G H D. It's always certainly S I T E. Yeah, it's, it's always not. Yeah, it's not <laughs> what a, I mean. It's not, yeah, it's not a burn vision. No. Not like fire vision. It's definitely the place of fire. Yeah, that's surely where you'd find it. Or C I T E, possibly. No, yeah. it's S I T E this time. Oh, it's S I T E. It's actually the location of fire. It's not a mineral at all. They're lying to me. <laughs> An April Fool's Wolfram joke in December. <laughs> Very April. Yeah, by the way, listeners, if you're wondering what the Wolfram thing is, that's we use Wolfram Alpha to get a random mineral. <laughs> as our cue. <laughs> as the cue. Merry Christmas. Not quite. By, by the time you're listening to this, probably. <laughs> well, no, it'll be up by probably tomorrow yeah should be up tomorrow <laughs> yeah well tis the season and all that you can still say it can't you can't I, mean, I suppose it. there won't be another podcast to do after Christmas no <laughs> then presumably it'll be a happy new year depending on how long those take to go up no no <laughs> <laughs> we don't know because we don't have a schedule in schedules no no no, no. It's, not, it's not how I function well this is our last regular cast before um Game of the Year situations <laughs> descend work. upon us. Get hype. Get hype for that. I don't know. If, I don't know. I feel like this year isn't necessarily a year to get hype about Game of the Year stuff. No, it's true. And the, 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 well, the part of the problem is, is it's been a lot of good games. Well, <laughs> like, there's not yeah. a lot of bad things to talk about, which is where most of the hilarity lies. I suppose, yeah. but also it's just like the ones that are the, like the goodness of the good games all seem to be in a very predictable like, scale. It's like, there doesn't, se- doesn't seem like yeah. there's going to be many arguments amongst various people's co- top, top tens this year. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> no. I think, there's a, I think there might be a few. Maybe like the top three, possibly. Mm. But I think beyond that, it's like, here's the rest of the games that were any good. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, I will need assistance from you guys then to come up with some really stupid categories. Yeah. Like, difficult. Best yeah. use of beef. Well, the trouble is that, like, we can come up with stupid categories, but they'll all, uh, they'll all only include one entry. <laughs> I don't know, best use of beef already has two entries. What's the in other one? Head. <laughs> Overcooked. It's got <laughs> beef in it. Okay, fine. Not sure that entirely counts. Beef is a mechanic. <laughs> <laughs> but for now, what's been going on? Not a great deal, to be honest. In my world, I've got no, I've got no hilarious stories again. <sighs> I'm, having, I'm having a boring professional lifestyle. <laughs> oh dear, are you still well, traveling? I, I've got to go get some new glass. get some new glasses. That that happened. Why? What happened? Interest smash yours? <laughs> yeah, no, it's not that. Interesting. No, I've just went, I, I, I had, was supposed to have an eye test back in March. Oh, and I actually went and had it. <laughs> <laughs> you December. finally got around to it. <laughs> yeah, 
Okay. And uh, it is my eyes are precisely worse in the exact way that they predicted they would be worse. <laughs> but uh, back okay. in March. So <laughs> what they so said I got that six months. When you take this test that you need to take now, this is the results it's going to be. <laughs> pretty uh, much. Please come well, and confirm this. <laughs> Well, pretty much, yeah, because basically what happened was last time I got my eyes done to get the pair of glasses that I'm wearing right now, they my eyes were so far from my last prescription that they didn't want to do it in one go. That They were like, we're going to ease you into this, so we're going to get as close as we dare oh. with this set, and then come back in a bit, and then we'll give you another set. And I'm and like, and in my that. head, in, in my head, of course, that means, dang, that's money. <laughs> in your head, it's like... Yeah. They're just trying to extract more money. From well, a little bit, yeah. There's a bit of that, and it's like, and, yeah. and, you know, obviously, I'm, I'm, I've been wearing these while. I'm like, these are fine. I don't need to go get my eyes tested again, right? And yeah, so I went back and got them tested again, and it was what they thought it was going to be in March. So it's like I got those six months back, yo. Oh yeah. Well, nine months, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, it's not a cheap business, is it? No. Especially if you want like nice like thin lenses and nice frames. well here's, yeah here's the thing as well like the because my stupid prism lenses are so blooming thick or they would be so thick i have to pay for the extra thin lenses anyway because they won't fit in the frames right yeah i have to pay for the thin version of the lenses and then you get which i can only assume basically means they make it out of it stuff as well yeah oh yeah, yeah of course you need the anti-glare need that. anti-glare need is essential but yeah the uh the, like i assume the I assume the th- what they call the, the the thin upgrade is they just make it with a slightly thicker material, right? So it has more bend to it, more mm. refractiveness. I guess so. Science, different kind of <laughs> glass. I don't know. Yeah. Why well, I got to go get some more glasses? Yeah. Are you going to go for a different style of frame though? Well, I sort of have to, sort of. Uh, actually, no, they're fairly similar to the ones I'm wearing right now, but I can't wear half frames anymore because the thick, bloody lenses yeah. won't fit in them. Yeah, yeah. I'm not quite at bottle cap lenses, let's put it that way. Right. You're going to go for like those. NHS specs, like massive frames. No, no, no. no. Yeah, I'm, I'm, <laughs> not your style. I'm sticking with my designers, yo. <laughs> designers. So, glasses. Yeah. Don't sit too close to the TV, kids. You'll end up with my eyes. Because I wear the same glasses. I wear the same every day since I got them. I don't know whether I should like go for like some more variety or something. I don't know. Well, here's the thing. I like. I, I now have quite a lot of frames just hanging about. I've got like right. six six different frames, of which two of them are my are only my most recent prescription. Mm. And oh no, wait. I've got no. I've got five frames because I lost one. And. Mm. uh and so it's, but but I've got two of my current prescription, and I could mix and match them a bit, but I sort of don't. I always wear the yeah. ones I'm wearing right now because they're lighter. Oh, okay. Like no other reason, they're just lighter, so they don't. Mm. Um, same with my last pair. Do you remember my super my my littler pair? Like you know, they were they 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 just wore. I just wore those all the time because they were light. <laughs> you have glasses, right, Zach? Sometimes you have. <laughs> theoretically, theoretically, it, theoretically, glasses. If you're talking about how old Rob's glasses are, you want to talk about how old my glasses are. Yeah, how old super are ancient. Like, how many years do you think? Like, I couldn't even begin to imagine. <laughs> you probably could. Oh, no, no, if you actually thought about it for like one <laughs> second. more than 30, that doesn't would make any sense. Then you no. could begin to imagine. <laughs> Go on There's then. a beginning to this imagination somewhere. Are they 10 years old? 
Mm, maybe. I don't know. What would that be? 2006? Yeah. It's possible. That would be after university, right? For, For you. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. The thing is, I had to have glasses when I was driving. Right. Mm-hmm. So when I first started doing lessons, it was like, okay, you have if you have to have glasses, you have to have them. Yeah. And you would have to be able to legally read license plates at a certain distance. And they yeah, yeah. and I could at that point. So yeah. <laughs> right. So even then they were still functional. But whether that carried on for this whole I don't think my eyes have got worse really in all that time. In ten I mean, years. When, when I wear those glasses, they still have an effect of making things look sharper. But probably yeah, not still as would. much. Yeah, they still would, but they might not as much as they need to. You should probably get your eyes tested, Zag. Yeah, if it has actually been 10 years, yeah, do that. I was going to say you could get it, like, paid for by your employer or whatever, but anyway. But you can yeah. theoretically get stuff like that on the job seekers. Okay. Yeah, yeah. If, if it's NHS. Huh. Oh, right, NHS frames. Or... Yeah. Yeah. It's like the do- dentist. I don't think yeah, they can apply for any of that stuff. Like, they, they ask you outright. It's like, oh, do, do, do can you get, like, NHS contributions towards this and i'm like i don't know if you don't know you probably don't like, oh, <laughs> yeah right. yeah it's usually true and then so i clicked yes just in case and it's like oh you need to have this form and it's like well i don't know what that is so i guess it's no then <laughs> it's convenient that they tell you that in mm. advance instead of being like hey, give us that form now and you're like oh, what, sorry, what? <laughs> <clears throat> although when i did have my dentist stuff on the nhs that on the job because that was just like Tick a box and sign your name. That didn't seem like they don't seem to do a very rigorous check at that point. They probably check it later and they're yeah, like, probably. "It's fucker, whatever." <laughs> did it? Did, uh, presumably, your recent eye test. They did the sort of like puff test, like in the eye, like what? And like, I swear, the machine that they they did that on me this time yeah. was 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 way more powerful than any puff test I've had in my life <laughs> yeah, before. Super puff. Yeah, it was basically like, it's well, we're annoying. just gonna blow a little bit, of, but then I didn't really get much warning either. It was just yeah. like, oh, we're just gonna just gonna do a little puff in your eye, you know? You'll you barely notice it. Boom! Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, what the bloody hell was that? Yeah, like I've been punched in the face. Sort of around the eye, <laughs> not actually in the eye. <laughs> Yeah, it's weird. I've had that a few times. Yeah. I don't know. They must have different machines at different places. Mm. They probably have different, like, air pressure, where it's just like, you're on the end of the canister, so it doesn't get as high pressure or something. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Yeah, maybe I had had a fresh eye puff. (laughs) Mmm, fresh air. (laughs) Right in the eye. Probably a uh, stylish, trendy oxygen bar or something that yep. had that as one of its options. It's like, do you want to inhale this air? Do you want to just chuck it in your face? At high speed. <laughs> For air vaguely in the vicinity, yeah. It's the new form of vaping. Like, vape through your eye. <laughs> What's the... Oh, yeah, it's Cowboy Bebop, isn't it? The first episode that is all eye drops, illegal eye drops. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, which... Incidentally, is on Netflix now. So if you've never seen it, go and watch it, listeners. Woo! Uh, I tried it, and it defaulted to Japanese with English subtitles, and I was like, "Good, Bonza. <laughs> good job, Netflix. Yeah, so good job, Netflix. Although they're generally good with anime, actually. Uh, Netflix, even Netflix okay. UK. And, and the, the the dub on about Bebop isn't super terrible. It's not great, but it's like it's not the worst. I'm sure it's fine. Been. I just never would listen yeah. to it. Yeah, yeah exactly. 
Why would you do that? Anyway, <laughs> uh, yeah, I've never even seen a Ghibli movie dub, and they're supposed to be amazing. Oh, I've seen. Yeah. I think I've only seen dubbed Ghibli's. Really? Like we watched we watched Spirited Away again the other night, and then yeah, I've only seen I've only seen the dubbed version, the English version of it. I saw Ghibli in the cinema recently, and it was subtitles. Japanese, huh. yeah. Um, when Marnie was there, it was the last one, supposedly. Yeah. Well, I wonder if they didn't do an English one for that. Like, I don't know. Maybe, maybe that one wasn't as expected to be as big as some of these other ones. Yeah, maybe. When, by the time they got converted, yeah. so I didn't know that Disney had a hand in Spirited Away. Like, while right. it was being made, they were like, "Hey, we're going to fund like twenty percent of this as long as right. we get the rights to it and stuff." So it's, mm. it's probably why there was a push to make a decent English version of it. So yes. Disney own fucking everything and are yep. making all the monies. Uh, speak of well, which, has anyone seen Star Wars? Because I watched Star Wars yesterday. Have you seen it? Oh, no, no, we haven't seen it yet. We haven't seen it yet. I saw it Friday. Yeah, it's good. I mean, it's good. It's it's the most um, action movie, Star Wars movie ever, I think. Yeah. Um, so and all, so it's really good for action. Uh, otherwise, Yay. like story-wise, it's, it's, you know, it doesn't really matter because it's like you know the story already pretty much and I didn't think they did a lot with the new characters or whatever hmm. who obviously aren't going to matter going forward because it's all about Luke and Leia etc but uh, the action sequences were so really well awesome. we might see old them in the real trilogies you reckon or were they just going to carry on with this spin-off or uh, how do you mean no, Rogue they, 2 uh, <laughs> no I don't think there'll be a Rogue 2 I think it's done I don't think they will do that I think all of the um, Star Wars story anthology oh. movies, the uh, the off year movies will be like standalone, mm. just one think, off. Yeah, yeah. So the next one's Han Solo movie, Young Han mm. Solo, which could be terrible, but I mean this one was good. So, um, anyway, it's cool to see big battles with like classic stormtroopers and classic X wings and stuff like that. Mm. So that done cool. with proper modern tech. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, I think Zach and I were talking about this earlier, and like whether or not they'd be, like have the problem of it not looking like Star Wars anymore. I mean, this not, one. I mean, in my head, I'm like, that's not a like, bad thing. <laughs> is the closest to modern, the two original trilogy Star Wars, right? So, yeah, it's yeah, the yeah. closest set of a modern film to the original. But how plastic and grey and silly are the helmets? They they are the same, pretty much, I think. But it's the context where you use them or whatever. They made them look kind of. Like there's even a, it's in the trailer or whatever, but there's even like a kind of street battle that looks like a kind of modern, um, you know, um, you know, rip from the headlines kind of urban combat type mm. scenario, but with stormtroopers or whatever, and that actually worked well. Mm. Um, Sand so, planet, I suppose. Yeah, it's <laughs> a sort go. of it's a sort of sort of sandy planet, more like red sandy planet Jeddah. That's the place. It's in a, like a city on top of a mesa. Cheddar. Cheddar. <laughs> J- <Okay. laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it sounds like just like someone someone's offhand comment about you know nickname for a Jedi that they know. Oh, it's our Jedi. Oh, it's Jeddah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, the, a lot of the names are quite dumb. Star Wars names in general have always been dumb, but like uh, I don't know. The the main character is called Jin Urso. Just okay, Jin. I guess. Jin. We've had Qui Gon Jin before, so yeah, just I guess, carry, carrying true. on the carrying on the Jin thing. The Jin, yeah. What's his botanicals? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. How frequent are you? 
definitely check it out and then maybe we can talk about spoilers in like three years or something <laughs> <laughs> potentially well if it's a one-off it's like the, the spoiler potential yeah. is higher right it doesn't matter so much yeah exactly it doesn't matter so much but still go see it my brother who is a big star wars fan i watched it with him and he loved it so uh, even though i thought some of the dialogue scenes were uh, one of them in particular i thought was really cringy um well not really cringy but like there was a moment where i was like uh, this is quite bad um, basically there's a bit where the Jedi Council are like debating and it just doesn't seem very <laughs> right. serious. Well, those, bits, those bits are always kind of seem like the worst, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> like the yeah. I mean, it was stupid. They never seemed quite right. No, it was, yeah, but you'd think they'd get better these days. Like I bet mm. if J.J. Abrams did it, he would have done it that scene well. I don't think he'd have put that scene in a movie, but anyway. No, he'd have just, he'd have just had Simon Pegg turn up and tell everyone to shut up. Yeah. That was well, this. So and then have a montage the- of everyone coming up with the right same idea. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and drop some Beastie Boys. <laughs> oh man, I really liked Star Trek Beyond. I thought it was pretty good. <laughs> I kind of want to watch it again. Um, that will be available on Blu-ray. Yeah, that will be a good one on TV at Christmas next year or whatever. Like that will be a good mm. one to just randomly watch because it doesn't matter. Like you don't. There's no over. There's no story arc that you really need to care about from the other films or anything. You could just watch no. that as like it's like a really spectacular, huge one-off episode of Star Trek, basically, which is really mm. good. I mean, it had its flaws and stuff, but I thought it was, it was pretty decent. Speaking of films that, that were just sort of on, we'd, we'd finished watching something on the Skybox, and then just you know, came, it came out of the recorded program back onto live, and Twilight Eclipse was on. <laughs> oh yeah. And I think it was sort of towards the end of it. And it's Which like, holy crap, how, I don't know. Like, I think it's where they introduced the werewolves, I guess. <laughs> no, that must be New Moon, right? No, I don't know. I don't know. When, what what order did they was... come in? I don't know. I the world, I don't werewolves know. happen quite early, right? Yeah, they do. They're in at least this. I think they're in the first movie, aren't they? The Are guy's they? in the first movie, yeah, but it doesn't focus on them. But I reckon Taylor Lautner is in the first movie, isn't he? Maybe I, I didn't think so. No. I thought he was. I thought he was like mending her freaking well, it's um, not the first it's got to be the second then right <laughs> I, I, yeah yeah the second it, one for sure well it felt like the second because it was like because they were playing hard on the love triangle yeah stuff. yeah yeah yeah. that's probably the second one because where she like crashes her motorcycle for no reason or something doesn't that happen I can't remember I, well, I didn't see all of it okay, that's fine. probably honest I, saw, <laughs> I watched like 10 minutes of it and Noam and I were just sat on the couch get, like spending most of these 10 minutes just occasionally going this is possibly the worst thing I've ever seen. Nah, so man. I take it was in the middle section where they're all just talking and doing dumb. Oh no, there was a, there was the big ass vampire versus werewolf fight. Oh, so it was more like the end. Yeah, I think it must have been near the end. But it was like right. there was a big old fight, and there's like <laughs> is that well, where it basically like... starts with Arpat standing in the middle of a, like a a, 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 Field, a wintry right? forest, just going. It's like staring into nothing, going. It started, <laughs> and then there's a bit of fighting, and then it cuts back to him going. And there's someone there. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, it's, it's brilliant. Just, nobody acts well in that thing. It's they, just the worst. They are some of the best, like, um, shit movies to make fun of of recent times. Like, like because uh, I mean, How I've watched them. Thing? I've watched them all with riff tracks, and they are perfect for riffing on. 
because like I've tried watching like other bad movies like Transformers sequels and the problem is that Transformers sequels are just shit flying all over the screen and there's nothing mm. you can't really make fun of that like it's just a bunch of bombastic action any bits you can make fun of is uh, and 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 it's Silver. really it's really it's in like the bad stuff is in really bad taste like there's racist robots in there and stuff and it's like mm. it's just horrible whereas the Twilight movies are magical because like there's gaps in between all the stupid crap dialogue where you can insert <laughs> jokes and like <laughs> just, there's, there's a lot of meaningful <laughs> stares and like sparkling and and, and and like yeah just stupid crap all over the place and sh- her acting is shocking and the script is terrible and and and, and oh my God. there is there, yeah it's i don't amazing. think it's even it's not just her in fairness like although no, no. although in fairness like apparently like in in everything she's done after twilight people seem to like I don't like, think she's you know, that great. I mean, I think she's... No, like, I, I hear a lot of critics go, yeah, but she's pretty good. She was in that film about cancer or something last year that was, like, Oscar-nominated or right. maybe won, I don't know. And they're like, oh, it's a really good performance. And it's, was it Chris, Kirsten or Kristen Stewart? Yeah. Something Which like that? Yeah. Yeah. I thought she was all right as Joan Jett. She's got a face in... like a slap <laughs> <laughs> And she's okay as Joan, Joan Jett in... in, in the film about you know what are they called the runaways anyway um but otherwise i'm not big i mean she was in like a romantic comedy with um or a couple of things with the jesse eisenberg venture land was she Uh, no no it was emma stone in in the in the emma stone in zombie land yeah yeah yeah, yeah, that was great adventure i think adventure land yeah it was her and she i didn't even like her in that um so not a big, not a big Christian Stewart fan, but I, I like the the Twilight movies for being, you know, dumb and just funny. making fun of. Yeah, just really. They might, yeah, they might be better if you just fill a room with us and just like constantly take the piss out. Because it's they well, be exactly. Because I, I just remembered that there's like literally a, a sort of a scene or like, uh, a, or maybe it's scenes around it to kind of, um but without actually showing anything. But, like, after they get married or whatever, spoilers, <laughs> they get married. <laughs> uh, and then they go, I think, they go, like, on honeymoon. And then they, the, the, the idea is that they have sex so passionately that they break the bed. But it's, like, the most boring thing. Like, it, they've managed to make that, like, really shit and dull and unexciting, which is quite impressive. <laughs> and weird. I don't know. And yes, definitely <laughs> really, weird. Really weird. Uh, well yeah because there were some elements of the fight right where in, in theory at one point Taylor Lautner's character jumped into the fray but you can't really tell that because he's a werewolf at the time <laughs> um, yeah so it's just yeah. Okay, some, some dog has entered the fray and then he just sort of falls over at one point because I don't know the vampires can mysteriously have ash hands is that how, how it works or something they just turn stuff to ash every now and then I don't know and, man I mean there's the last and then, battle and then, of the, the series they're like twisting their heads off like the way to kill a bad boy is to like twist their head to the side and oh, pop yeah, it there off there was a bit there was, there was a little <laughs> bit of that in this like yeah they were holding onto people's heads and then they were just sort of falling up and then ripping off. arms off because they sort of turned into ice like ash or something and they're just so... like, like frack. But, then, but then the thing is, is like you don't know that Taylor Lautner's in the fight and then one of the dogs just sort of fall over and then they do some other stuff happens very quickly Quickly. And then suddenly it cuts to just Taylor Lautner as a human on the floor, going ah, yeah, and it's like, yeah. and it's just like, all right, what, what just happened? <laughs> I couldn't see, like none of this. We could actually they didn't do a transformation like from dog form to human form. It's just like it's just him on there suddenly, and it's like, what, what happened to him? What, was it was he involved? I don't know. It's like, and then they're just like, 
all the bones in the left side of his body are, are crushed. And it's like, <laughs> sorry, what? Oh, man. <laughs> the only slight slaving grace for these films is that Anna Kendrick is hot in it. <laughs> That's about it. She's, in, she's she, not in she's it very in much it? either. She's not, yeah, she's like the human friend or whatever, sort of friend at the high school. She's she's barely in it, but she is in it. She's definitely in the first one. Anyway. Well, it sounds like she might be the most talented actress in this thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think so. Yeah. Anyway, yes. Because she's actually good. Yeah, she's actually good. Right, cool. Don't watch uh, Twilight. <laughs> or do, but only watch it with the stupid <laughs> riff tracks. I recommend looking those up on on YouTube or paying for the tracks on rifftracks.com and syncing them up. That's the way forward. I watched the, I watched one of them. I think probably the last one with the ref tracks with with um, John and Vanessa, and they loved mm. it. So it was amazing. Amazing. Yeah. Right. Time for the news. 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 Top story this week. <laughs> Nintendo Switch news. Patent news. Is that right, Zeg? What's going on? Yes. There, there was another. I guess at this point it's not actually a leak. It's just like the patents <laughs> were looking. Someone looked at the patents that exist. Okay. Right. So, so they could have found this out at any time. Well, no, because they're like quite recent patents. I guess Nintendo is like, like has been holding back from patenting stuff too quickly or something. It's, I guess, well, unlike that weird controller patent we had, like the oval. Yeah. Controller. I, I I think it, I like. Because they went on for ages about how it's like, oh, we don't want to reveal anything because people might steal our ideas. Right. But right. then it's like, in order to prevent people from stealing it's ideas, you have to patent patents. it. So <laughs> it's like, yeah. is it just like this like trade-off there? Like, we have to wait as long as possible to patent this so well, people can don't steal our ideas once they see our ideas. And then like, but the patents are meant to protect people from stealing our ideas, but they can still make a, like, a subtle change. Because yeah, that's how patents work. Because they've probably seen what's been happening in the Apple and Samsung world, right? Where the, the, the phones are pretty much the same, but not quite patent infringing in some ways. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. And patent infringing in other ways. I mean, ways. patent law is so confusing. And I'm not, I'm not surprised like Einstein gave it up for something a bit more easy to understand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. Like relativity. Yeah. Well, he does. He He didn't really do the patent law, though, did he? <laughs> no, he was just a clerk, right? Yeah, yeah. Anyway. He just signed forms. That was supposed to be. A, that was supposed <laughs> to be a shit joke. Yes, I know. <laughs> I was pointing out why it was a shit joke. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Oh dear. We all stand together so, on the podcast. So, what's the deal with the the particulars of the patents that so we, this new, we care about? This, New, but possibly not new patents that's turned up. There's basically a, like four things that I saw that I thought were actually interesting about it. So the first one was where they show the like diagrammatical, here's some boxes with words in representation of the circuitry. Mm. It specifically calls out touchscreen, motion controls, and NFC in okay. the, inside the screen. Well, NFC right. makes sense because it was always going to have amiibo. Well, yes, yeah. but we weren't t- totally sure about that. Yeah. So do we, do we know if like, so do we know, so there's accelerometer stuff or we sort of stuff, but at what extent, like, and if it's in the screen, does that mean it's not in the little, the the slide out controller parts? Well, I mean, it could still technically have the processors in the screen and have just data coming from the controllers, essentially. Yeah. Maybe. maybe. Then it would have to have the accelerometer or the sensors in the controllers. I didn't see an internal diagram of the controllers. It only right. showed the internal, and it's not really like a circuit diagram. It's just like okay. a square, and it says 
Accelerator holds a controller. <laughs> or right. touchscreen controller. And it's like, yeah, that's basically saying there's a chip in there that does a thing. But presumably it's not the kind of extent of motion control uh, as the Wii, which had the light and the, the you know, the candles. Or well, I mean, that's, that's what the previous rumor about theoretically they're the used, somehow using the top of the screen or there are actually sensors along the top. Yeah, or an IR blaster in the in one of the Joy-Cons. Yeah. Um, right. So we don't actually really know about that. There wasn't any more specific about that. Mm. And then the second thing that was interesting... Well, the, the whole thing there is touchscreen as well. Well, yeah, touchscreen. The whole, and the, 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 the dichotomy of control that creates depending on how you're using the device. Yeah, whether you've got it docked or not. Yeah. Yeah, I think we talked Which about this before, like, though, didn't we? We did, yeah. because it was, it was rumoured, but not confirmed in any way, whereas right. this sounds like it's a bit more confirmed. Yeah. Um, I mean, it was done uh, if it wasn't way... a touchscreen, I think. Uh, although, it, yeah, the question is about the software, really, isn't it? Yeah. You, you, you might end up with this split um, control base, but I'm not I'm 100% sure that's a problem, right? I, because it's... Cause, like, I mean, what I kind of suggested before is you kind of have to design your game responsively like a website or whatever where <laughs> i think that makes sense where where because that's how responsive design works is you choose no, but there to... a, surely there are certain games that would require that, that could potentially do something interesting with multi-touch on a capacitive screen or something like that you know some some yeah, stuff but... that we've been we've been used to seeing on phones and ipads and things like that could happen that you then can't play on a on the yeah, docked version but i don't think they'll yeah they've been you can't really release that can you or, well, I, I don't, don't know. Th- like, I, like that, this depends entirely on will Nintendo allow it or not. And if they I don't, don't think they'll there'll be Switch don't. games that you can't play on the TV. I don't think. Because mm. my problem with that is, is I think they'll do. They'll want to keep some of the DS style games if this is going to be their single platform moving forward. They don't want to stop people from doing touch based experiences. Are they no. saying it's their single platform? No, it's well, people they're suggesting not, that they're, but, yeah, but they're going to keep the 3DS. Mm. I think they I might even that. replace the 3DS, ultimately. You reckon? Yeah. Like 3DS too. Because I think the market <laughs> for that 3DS. is, or whatever it's called, I think the market for that is like basically kids mostly. And what happens is that siblings, like if you have three brothers, they all get their own in DS, don't they? And that's mm. that's tons of money. That's how they make it. That's not going to work with a Switch. You know, oh, and they all, they, all the brothers have to have a DS and they have to have a different version of Pokemon and then they all trade. That's how, like, that's how they make all that tons, piles of money. Maybe. But then... And also, the Japan don't buy consoles anymore, so... But they could just do that with the Switch. Yeah, but... I, yeah, but... We don't know if that will Switch. work. <laughs> yeah, because it might be that Japan won't buy the Switch either. Um, well, that's, I think that's actually why they're doing this, right? Because if Japan don't buy consoles, then it's like, well, we've made a handheld that can be a console if you want. So it appeals to all markets. Yeah, but will it work? I think they'll probably he- they hedge their bets. Well, the Vita does pretty well in Japan. Here's the, like, so, well, you know, not, yeah. a, a, a Switch is basically Nintendo's Vita. So, but a yeah, Vita's I, fully, I bet it will work. Like... Vita is more like a DS, isn't it? It's like fully, fully portable, right? Like, not that the Switch yeah, yeah, isn't, yeah. but I reckon the Vita will have better battery life than a Switch by like some margin, wouldn't you think? Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, maybe, maybe the, the Vita. Do I don't think, got better battery in the Switch now. Yeah, I mean, maybe I don't think the Vita's orig- the original Vita's battery life was actually very good at all. Because the PSP, do you remember no. when that came out? Its battery life wasn't very good. 
No, I mean, but PSP was weird because it was like the first consumer device with a really good screen, like pre-iPhone. Right? It was pre-iPhone, right? Uh, Yeah, Yeah. significantly. It was like the first really nice LCD screen in a consumer device that I knew of. With a lot of black and red bleed. And a lot of dead pixels. Yeah. It was amazing. (laughs) It was was pretty good for the time. Yeah, so no wonder it drained the battery. I mean, I had one and I really liked it. No wonder it drained the battery because it was having to spin a bloody disc. Yep. (laughs) That too, that too, yeah. Mechanical, moving parts, that was a bit dumb. But even even if you went digital on it, you know, and got a big old memory stick and started loading digital games onto it, it still didn't last particularly long. Yeah, yeah. totally. I mean, that thing was cool. I really like Wipeout Pier. Mm. And even the Ridge Racer game I liked. In fact, I like quite a lot of games on the Lumines. That was, you know, some great games. Yeah. Anyway. The original two Lumines games. Yeah. Clearly the best. So the second thing in the Switch patterns, slightly less interesting, is they when they showed the dock, it had like it it didn't have the front thing on the screen. It like the screen was visible. Like it was a lo- instead of the sandwich oh. way that they showed it in the video. Oh weird. They had it cut down on the front. But that the real thing a, a has the sandwich drawing or yeah. something. Yeah, because yeah. the real thing. I don't, is I don't reckon it will be too. Yeah, I don't reckon it'll be too different from what we've actually seen on their video. Probably not. So that might just be old pattern. Because they must be manufacturing it now. Right? I mean, they've showed a real one on Jimmy Fallon now. Did you see That's that? That's also true. Yeah, they've shown a real one now. And then the third interesting thing was that they showed different Joy Cons. Oh really? They showed there's one one image shows the the screen with two Joy Cons on the side, but it, both the Joy Cons are the same, like mirrored. Like mm. both the joysticks are at the top. Right. So they're like the pro, the current pro design. Well, no, actually, they're just the current Wii U design, right? It yeah. Sticks at the top. Both sticks at the top, and then there's also a separate image that shows a Joy Con that has a D pad instead of buttons under the joystick. Wait, yeah, makes sense. So I don't know what that's going to mean. Are they going to it sounds sell like them separately? <laughs> Maybe, but that sounds like it could be just like an early mock-up that yeah. was just like, well, we'll use the Wii U's style design for this. Maybe. I reckon the design is finalized now and the pattern doesn't reflect it necessarily. Mm. I think you might. That, that is an interesting thought, though. The possibility of having extra or different Joy-Cons. Yeah, sur- them out. Surely that could actually happen. Well, that they would also- be cool. They also showed in that pattern that theoretically you can sync four Joy-Cons to one screen mm. for the multiplayer, I guess. Yeah, okay. <laughs> hey, it'd be kind of nice to have like a retro, you know, where it, you just have a D-pad and like two buttons. <laughs> That'd be hilarious <laughs> for Virtual Console NES stuff or whatever. Yeah, that would be weird. It'd be cool if they made it the NES colors. They just have a weird NES colored thing attached to the side of your screen. <laughs> yeah, well, you could because there's nothing else. It's just a very thin black bezel, right? So you could pretty much mm. theme it however you want. And then the last thing that was in this pat- patent thing, which is the <laughs> the thing where I was happiest because it, like, I totally predicted it, is they showed the screen going into a headset in the pattern. Oh wait, what VR? Yep. Huh. Uh, Just what I said would happen. <laughs> right. Wait, I mean, so the, there must be accelerometers in the screen part as yeah, well as the Joy-Cons. That right. points to that, why the controller ships are inside that. Hmm. I mean, that's cool. And then, It'll, you know, in, in the text of the pattern, it also describes, like, how you, it uses the accelerometers to allow you to control the screen by looking around. And then I was like, yep, that's, that's how VR works, yeah. I guess. But it'll be the equivalent of, like, a, Gear a, VR a fablet cardboard. VR. Yeah. Yeah, but that screen is not even, not probably. as high res even as a <laughs> as a fabric, right? 
right? Is it? The, I don't think it's as well. It depends on the fablet, I suppose, doesn't it? What I think it's seven twenty p, right? Which would be quite low split across two eyes. I can't remember yeah. what fablets are these days. I think they're higher res than that. Oh no, no, some fablets go right up, right? Like most normal yeah. phones go right up to ten eighty, don't they? So, well, and, can, and beyond. Yeah, so if they're going beyond ten eighty on a on a phablet size screen, then I think this will be like one of the probably the worst commercially available kind of VR quality, right? Yeah, it depends if how the well, even if the screens are that high, it depends if like VR phablet and phone stuff actually renders that. You know, the old classic like maybe yeah. they have to down down sample anyway because they yeah. don't have power. Yeah, yeah, I guess it will have more power than. Maybe almost, almost all phones, at least when it comes out, hmm. in terms of pure gaming. <laughs> yeah, in theory, in terms of its uh, discrete graphics capabilities, yeah, exactly. probably. Yeah. Well, there you go. <laughs> oh, I was I'm, right. I, I'm <laughs> yeah. excited for the Switch. I, I, I really, I really want to get one. I kind of hope it does replace 3DS, right? Because one of the biggest, like, because one of the, or at least, I mean, for like, me, that'd be the, great. <laughs> or at least if the if the big games that come out on 3DS also get a Switch version, even if it's not really a graphical well, upgrade, right? That is but, happening, but I, right? Because of but, Pokemon, right? Well, that's but, not that's a special case. Though. Yeah, that's a, that's a sort of because the po- Pokemon yeah. might as well not be a 3DS game for as much as it uses the 3D, 3DS technologies. I suppose. No, that's true. Yeah, the it's also probably the lot. best 3DS game that came out in the year, this year. Yeah, <laughs> one of the few. I think the only problem is, is that you know 3DS stuff that uses two screens probably won't directly translate to Switch immediately. You'll need these special versions of everything. But I just but that didn't want, really like, happen with the Wii U, did it? Because it had more prompt chance of happening with the Wii U, and it didn't really. Well, they put the DS there, emulator. There is on. a DS emulator, and you can do that. You can right. you can put but a. It's not a big a, thing. No. It's a you know, and and it's old DS. It's not 3DS. They didn't put 3DS on Virtual Console, right? Um, but you know, look, because because the, the, there's been so many times like where there's been 3DS games where it's like, well, I'm just like, I would rather play this on a big screen, like on a couch rather than on this little device, and it's uh, uh which you know, it'd be nice to have that option, um, for all their big games moving forward. I don't want this split of platform sure. if we can help it. And this seems like the perfect device to achieve that. <laughs> but maybe you're right. But the marketing argument you make about like the price points and kids and stuff, that is still valid. And it's like, maybe they will. I don't think they'll, I don't think they'll update 3DS. They'll just perhaps keep that in 2DS alive for that market. Cause is there, is there a need to update that? I'm not sure there is. If it does, if that's what they want to use it for, that's what it does. Hmm. Like, the trouble is that like, what about Pokemon? That's the trouble. It's what just like, about Pokemon? It, it runs so badly on the 3DS. But the Switch new version's better for that. Well, better, but not yeah. great. And, and it barely uses the 3D, of course. I'm sure. Because who cares about 3D, really? But yeah, <laughs> And then you turn it on and it runs worse. And it's just like, like the next Pokemon game is going to have to be on the Switch. Because they want to make something more ambitious, apparently, at this mm. point. Yeah, well, maybe. good for them. I don't know. <laughs> it sounds positive, anyway. Yeah. Things sound good. I'm excited for the I'm like actual games now. I'm All excited right. about the potential that the Switch might just plug directly into my monitor. That would be nice. That would be amazing. Yeah. If it just uses a regular SHDMI cable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's why. Well, why wouldn't it? 
Yeah, way. exactly. That's yeah. what I was thinking. It's like, finally, Nintendo might have caught up to modern display technology. Well, I just like need to figure out how to get the sound out of my monitor f- into my amplifier or whatever. That's the only thing I need to work out. Um, yeah, does your monitor get, like support sound in general? I, yeah, I think it does. So you I could probably get an awkward cable coming back out of your monitor yeah. into your... My monitor has headphone jack. So. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to have to do that. So see how that... What the quality there I mean, if you had a TV, you'd probably have RCAs coming out the back. You could just phono into your stereo, but then I guess you won't get surround if the games have surround. Yeah. Anyway, it's doable. Well, you get an AV receiver that supports surround. There you go. Yeah, those are expensive, man. Anyway. Yeah, because they're good. <laughs> right. Uh, cool. That's the uh, Switch news. Um, any other... Nintendo news? No. Um, so, oh, the, the, when's their conference happening? It's like January the seventeenth, right? Yeah, something like that. There's going to be like some more official Switchy stuff coming. So apparently, the, the Switch is going to be playable at the Rooster Teeth conference in February. Uh, there's also something happening in early uh, early next year that, that they're running a competition for to let the public have a have a dab at using one. Um. But there was in the Nintendo newsletter, at least. <laughs> okay, next story this week. Um, the DualShock 4 is fully compatible with Steam now. So it, it, so they made it like compatible with the PC over Bluetooth a while back, right? Like Originally, you couldn't really do it without hacking around. And then they made it officially supported, right? Um, but now yeah, it I, has full I, Steam integration, so... I guess oh yeah, I assume, I assume that means that Steam, maybe the Steam Works or Steam API stuff, will now exposed to games. Well, I don't, but the games presumably have to like deal with that themselves anyway. Oh yeah, right? this, this must be just for big picture. I guess so, but so, I have so noticed that like, for quite a while now, like if you use a 360 pad, it just works in in almost all PC games that make sense yep. with a gamepad. So a- if that X input is, is the default for most. Yeah, so if that is now true for or will be true for in the short term for the DualShock 4. That's really good because you want to be able to use one or the other. And yeah, the DualShock probably isn't using X input, is it? It might, it might be using direct right. input, so it might be using the, the, the same stuff that the new Xbox controller does Right. because um, that's not X input anymore. But um, I've seen like PC Gamer now recommend the DualShock 4 is the best controller for a PC. Now, PC controller. Yeah, still the 360 <laughs> controller, honestly. They're saying that as like the budget choice. It's like when, when I was... it's still it's still great, is the thing. It's like I don't understand why that's considered the budget choice. It's still a brilliant controller. It's like when I was thinking about how the top of my control stick is wearing down because I've used it so much, of course, in yeah. the classic way that they do. I was thinking like, shit, I might actually have to buy a 360 controller in advance of this one becoming bad because it won't be long. You won't be able to get them any longer. Well, I think there are some games that still don't actually support the X-Bone controller at all like it just won't work um and yeah who knows how they're doing the ps4 ones i bet there are some games that just don't work yeah well that's um, why this is good news if it if they start to fix no but if steam starts... yeah some games that will never get patched right it's not it's not going to be it's never going to be universal um you, you'll you'll work with the games where it lets you like map things in the old style way it's like hey do you want to just like enjoy one enjoy just, just hit buttons and yeah. providing that windows is aware of it but there are some games that specifically call out x input as a thing yeah and uh, and that becomes a problem for those um you know when when the 360 controller revolution started to happen in fact <laughs> that was when they started tapping into this thing so you know you might find some i, I reckon you might find some games at the dawn of the you know released around the dawn of the 360 and 
early 360 days that if you went back to, you might have some problems. Man, that's a while ago, though. But yeah. Yeah. But you remember, like, Meat Boy, like, specifically going, hey, you need a 360 controller for this, and things I like that. I would be surprised nice that said, Fuck that, play it with the keyboard. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're mental. <laughs> okay. Um, that's that. It, uh, don't be wrong. It's nice to have, nice to have choice, but I do worry about. Good. I, I always worry about it, it complicating things, and yeah. Besides, the three sixty controller is still the best. Yeah. Like, even controller. though I like the Xbone controller a lot, um, I still think I prefer the three sixty controller. After all, mm, yeah. No, you mean they tried too hard to improve on it and it didn't quite. Yeah, and every time the PS4 controller, I don't, I, I don't particularly. I'm not a big fan of it actually. I, the last couple of times I've used it, I think it, like there's something about those sticks in the middle thing that I still don't like. And when I've, admittedly, my thumb, I'm, I'm pretty like bad at this on wear a controller. Yeah. If, my, if my thumbs fall off the stick, um, on the PS4 controller, you almost always land on that black PlayStation button in the middle, and it's like oh balls, <laughs> I've screwed. I've now got, got in the menu. How do I get back to the game? And it's right. not, it's a little bit more awkward on a PS4 to like go back to a game. Like if you accidentally end up in a menu, especially if you're playing as a guest, because yep. it then tries to create a guest account for you. And it's like, no, 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 don't do that. Let's just get back to the game. No. Yeah. I'm, I'm not, I'm not a massive fan. It doesn't bother Fair. me. Screw that thing. What else? Probably good if you're a PS4 owner. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I mean. I think it's good if you're a PS4 owner because those are not cheap or well, none of them are. Really? No, they aren't really. Uh, I am still tempted about one of those design lab controllers, or maybe one day an elite. Yeah, they do. I know. I know it's stupid money, but they're cool. Yeah, they're pretty cool. Do you want to talk about this Denuvu thing? What's the Denuvu? Some kind of piracy? I don't really know, to be honest. But it's like it's it's one of those um, copy protection DRME sort of tools that has been. Sort of secretly in the in quite a few games of recently, but then a lot of games are pulling it out. But like, uh, the story I saw about it suggested that supposedly they have something in their like contract with developers where it's like if your game gets hacked within the first month, we'll refund you and then you can just remove it. So people have been speculating whether those games are doing that because of that uh, or it's just they, because they're done with. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's a very good question. Yeah. Yeah, maybe some games. They, well, there's pirated versions out. Your your stuff didn't work. Yeah, whether that contract actually exists or not, I don't, don't actually. Which know. is true of any DRM thing ever, right? Like it's always been broken. Well, I mean, I mean, if it's if that is in the contract, I guess that's sort of a step forward on the DRM yeah. front. It's like they're admitting that if people can hack our shit, then it's obviously not working right. That's a pretty good <laughs> guarantee from Denuvu, if that's true. Yeah, but. But then kills their entire business. Well, yeah, that's the, that's sort of the problem because it's, it's like it's not like they've made a bespoke DRM for every single game. I think you sort of do. But, well, sort yeah. of to some extent, but not like it will be running on some overall architecture that they've already yeah. built and just modified to fit the game. I wonder if the, I wonder if people are starting to realize, like because a lot of these DRM kits are often like a root kit of some kind or yeah. something horrible that you really don't want on your PC. Like, was it? I want to say Stardock, but I'm not sure that's yeah, true. I think, well, I think Stardock a, a is a product of Stardock or yeah. something that was like GTA 4's DRM or something. And it was, yeah, Stardock's a rootkit. And then a few other, Spore might have used it, I seem to remember. Some, Spore had something yeah, nasty Spore had as well. Something bad. And it's like, yeah, and then the internet suddenly goes, no, we don't want any of this rootkit stuff. And so <laughs> eventually publishers started not using it. But now they started again, basically. Yeah. 
a lot of people used to do there apparently and it's just not from not made obvious at all no I, I mean i'd never heard of it until this news sort of started coming out i think even planet Coaster uses it can you do bad name though the new <laughs> It's like uh, someone shrugging a little bit, isn't it? Denu. Let's see. Um, oh, Age of Empires 2 is getting an expansion pack. How many years has that been? A lot of years since the last one. This is because of HD, right? And people have started playing it and stuff. Apparently, there was like a. Bill Gates did a Reddit AMA like last year, and the most outvoted question was please, can we have some more Age of Empires 2? <laughs> Is it actually the expansion yeah. for actual Age of Empires 2 or is it for the HD, the HD one? Well, that's a good question. <laughs> I, don't I don't know. know. If I it's think... an expansion for actual Age of Empires 2, that would be pretty funny. I... Mm. That would be pretty great. <laughs> but I think it might be the same game at this point because I think if you owned it, you might get HD. Like It might be the same game and, uh, uh, technically or something. Mm. So, but then, how are they know. delivering that? I don't know. Yeah, because oh, no, they've been, been, been well before any like licensing. Yeah, I mean, just been a fucking disc. I mean, you've got Age yeah. of Empires two like classic edition on Steam. Has that existed before this HD pass? I don't think don't so. Think so, but pr- I think you could use your disc key, key, key to, or whatever to upload a free copy of HD. That would be really generous of them if that's true. Not really. Who's got their SD key lying around? Anyway. <laughs> You can always um, keep, the, keep the box, keep the manual. That's where yeah, the CD yeah. keys are. Well, if you did, oh, yeah. you're in luck. Anyway, yeah, so, yeah. New... It would just be in the case of the, that your disc is probably in, right? Like, probably. Unless, so, you yes. crack, unless you cracked it and just kept a zip file with a crack in forever. <laughs> sure. So there you go, Wallalo. 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 Is that the name of the expansion? <laughs> <laughs> I wish. <laughs> You know that, don't you? Do you ever play no. that game? That's the noise that the priests make when they're trying to convert enemy units. Whatever. I never really played any of the Age of Empires, to be honest. R2 was pretty good. Um, well, obviously. Otherwise, <laughs> people wouldn't be like making yeah. noise about it. It was yeah. a classic rock, paper, scissors RTS, though, right? Yes, like, yeah. just, that's yeah. exactly. That's all it is. It, it's almost the classic rock, paper, scissors RTS because it's the most rock, paper, scissors of... of any of them maybe not starcraft i suppose but yeah yeah yep uh and then um i'm trying to remember what what the fuck was that game called that i played that was just after age of empires but it wasn't by microsoft rise of nation no before that um wasn't uh, by microsoft like not the i'm thinking of the world war ii one like close combat or something (laughs) no it was just like age of empires it had the same like stone age up to whatever progression but it was like oh. better graphics than age of empires yeah oh shit i'm trying after wasn't it what was that stupid thing yeah and it was kind of crappy <laughs> yeah <laughs> kind know. of bad yeah oh shit i can't remember but i do know i feel like it was called planet something but that's not right <laughs> or earth something did, or did it have it was empire earth empire earth that might be empire it earth. <laughs> i'm gonna have to go that sounds that. like it should be a space game empire earth i don't know Hmm. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that must. Yeah, that is it. Empire yeah. Earth, well remembered. And that game was. Weird. That was a weird. That was yeah. a weird like 
because that was like jammed in there between Age of Empires and Rise of Nations. It was just yeah. like this <laughs> the remake of Age of Empires, except not. Get it on good old games still. <laughs> of course you can. But this is sort of polygonal. Yeah, it was like it was like Age of Empires, except oh no, no, it's actual graphics. <laughs> right. Weird. I might still have the disc for that. <laughs> I, I expect you do. Get playing. I'm definitely recognising the cover of the manual. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, so that game came out in 2001. Right. Uh, what else we got? Oh, a Hitman DLC. So apparently, this is. I mean, in general, there's been quite a few good, a steady stream of good Hitman DLC. We should get into this game. I think they they're very keen on it on Giant Bomb. We should probably give it a try. Yeah, maybe. I mean, Hitman in general, like to be to be perfectly. I mean, and a lot of people have been saying this. To be fair, like like none of the Hitman games have ever appealed to me. Really? And at the moment, like yeah, not even not any of them. Not not um. And you know we're we're seeing this one at this point, like actually possibly being the the what turns people to Hitman this yeah. time. Like, even people that like looked at all the entire series they and finally gone, got it right. The actual original yeah, maybe. concept. Yeah, but I'm, I'm I'm still sat in the position where it's like, nah, something something about it still doesn't appeal to me. I love that it, I love its existence. Let's put it that way. But if there's something. Maybe the, the old stealth game problem in my head is still is still kicking about, but it's like there's something about it is still like this still doesn't seem like I would have a great time of it. Like the setups and the amount of time you need to put into it and things like that, the excess yeah. of the run and then the failure of the run being such a massive drawback, maybe, maybe it would put me off too much. Yeah, but. yeah, yeah. I can't say. I think you're probably right. It's probably just not the game for. For you or right. whatever, but that's cool. But for people who like that, like you know, are, are willing to accept failure. <laughs> but it, it's like I never fail. <laughs> that's the thing. Is like it seems like from what I'm hearing from like Jump Bomb and stuff, it's like it's a very video gamey video game that that kind of doesn't seem it. So like you have to, you know, you have to jip it basically, or you don't have to jip mm. it. But that's the way to play is to know the system and how it works rather than thinking of it as a like a real you know work uh, sure that's kind of true of all stuff games in theory you know you need to yeah i guess out how but some are better than like i thought uh, obviously you had to do that for um metal Gear solid 5 but i thought it was the best so far of being more real and the the enemies reacting you know i thought the ai was really good in 5 but it, it doesn't have to do as complicated a thing as hitman um, you know, where there's all these different characters interacting with each other and stuff so much. It's just like a base, mostly, isn't it? Mm. But anyway, I, I thought... Yeah, and it, do, it does unrealistic things like people repeating their routine, right, and having the same conversations as they do a loop around the... Uh, so you can come in at the right... So you can you can observe what they do, and then they'll do it again, which, yeah. you know, most, yeah. most people wouldn't... You wouldn't do in real you know, life. But it's it's mean, still a video game, yeah, it's video game. Oh, to- yeah, yeah, totally. I mean... It wasn't too bad for like repeating the conversations, but I guess the loop definitely was there. Uh, well, there was something they were talking that I've heard people talk about, where it's like they went, the, this guy would order a drink at the bar, and the barman wouldn't know how to do it, and then and then so they'd get and have a little bit of an argument, and then he'd go and do his loop, and then he'd come back and order the same drink at the bar, and the barman wouldn't know how to make it, you know? Oh right, okay. And you could and you could Is intercept. That in Hitman? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. 
Yeah, that makes sense. That's very gamey. I thought you'd talk about Metal Gear. I, I didn't no, know no, that. No. Well, Metal, oh, Gear didn't okay. really, yeah, Metal Gear didn't really have people specifically having a conversation as part of their loop, did they really? It just well, occasionally guards they'd, they'd, have, they'd yeah. step They'd step to the side, wouldn't they, and have yeah. a conversation. And, but then, and then I guess you... It's not like it was on a loop, but you would hear that no. same conversation a lot during certain parts of the game, right? They'd still step to the side and have a conversation that yeah. you'd heard, some, heard before. But, Sometimes, yeah. yeah. But that was more convincing than it. It's, that's what I'm saying. Like, is mm. I, I think uh, Metal Gear... Dialogue it, aside. It, yeah, yeah it, the, the actual problem is less complicated for Metal Gear, but the implementation was really impressive in, in terms of feeling more real and being it being easier to suspend your disbelief because it was mm. like better whereas hitman it's like a clock it's basically a clockwork toy and mm. if you if you're cool with that and you enjoy it you know it, um then um it's about finding the you know the pos- the ways you can interact with the toy rather than thinking yes this is real or whatever that seems to be the key to it um, but for me, I like having the suspension of disbelief. So the the more real it feels, the better for me, or whatever. Mm. So it's interesting. But I can see how, yeah. But anyway, the news this t- today was just um, that I, um, um, what what was it? Oh yeah, the fact that there's characters in the Christmas DLC, um, that are like the Home Alone characters that you have to like take revenge on. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, on the two the two guys I guess from Home Alone 1 what, what? The, 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 what are they the clean bandits they yeah, were they yeah, call themselves they or are, something because yeah. they flooded places afterwards or right clean bandits or the wet bandits or something <laughs> <laughs> I can't even remember the wet bandits so there was, there was some dumbass name that they would try there's a whole bit isn't there where they try and come up with a name for themselves the wet bandits man that movie was good right that's <laughs> that thieves. and then finally Apparently, you were saying, Rob, that some executive from Konami has joined Kojima Productions? Well, yeah, a president of, of Konami is now, is now a president of Kojima Productions. So this was obviously, oh, I guess, the one guy that Kojima got on with. <laughs> yeah. He escaped. He managed to leave the Towers of Doom <laughs> yeah. before it was all over. I can't work on this Metal Gear Pachinko machine forever. Not that he was working on that. I'm probably not. <laughs> And that's the news. That's pretty much it. Da, 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 da. I got, I got it's time for what you've been playing. Um, who wants to talk? Uh, Rob? I like to talk. What have <laughs> you been playing, man? Titanfall. A Titanfall lot two. of Titanfall. <laughs> yeah, not Titanfall. Yeah, Titanfall 2. <laughs> <Titanfall two. laughs> so, Let's just wait and see whether this is actually Titanfall or not. No, I haven't been playing, not- yeah, no, I haven't been playing Titanfall 1. I've been playing a lot of Titanfall 2. So I assume you can um, get some games of Titanfall. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, it's still it's still populated enough. Like, I've, never, I've still never had a problem um, on the PC. Oh, good. So it's, um, um, don't let that put you off right now. Are you it's playing still with good. people in and, the UK, or is it just sort of? Uh, yeah, well, you know, it does the data server thing like the first game did. So I'm attached to the London data server, right. um, and then you can pick other servers when you think. And I think like the population you see uh, is is purely the people that are currently on that data center. So it's uh, oh, um, you know the the numbers you see in game aren't the global numbers. They'll be the uh, well, maybe they are. I guess you don't know, but mm. um, you know, it's it's always okay. There's Matches are generally lacking in lag, so I would assume that they are uh, are nearby. Um, 
like that is the worst game in the world if you do get lag though like because everything moves so fast in that game you get one guy that's a little bit laggy and no one can hit him for crap <laughs> like it's uh it's, it's 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 it does suffer when you come across that but yeah in terms of the multiplayer i've, I've not had really any problems at all it, it's a blast to play it's just Sweet. like uh it definitely took over overwatch as my i need to play some multiplayer game what do i do i'm gonna play some Titanfall. Sweet. Um, it, it, it totally took over up until Overwatch started its new event, but you know we'll talk about that later. But uh, uh, right, right now it's just oh yeah, just want to go back. It feels so good, and Bounty Hunter's a great mode, and uh, you're like I just want to. You're not really unlocking guns and stuff, but you just kind of want to unlock more skins, and you want to just progress mm. through. It's like there's so many little ch- chains of uh, there's so there's so many little uh, like progression trees. You're you're getting you're getting. You're getting experience and, and to fill many bars, and when those bars fill up, it feels good. Many bars, yeah, <laughs> fill the bars, and, awesome. and it helps that the actual core game actually just plays super well as well. So it's, yeah, I mean, it sounds um, like they they really focused on the movement and, and gunplay stuff. Yeah, I mean, I mean, in, in, in many ways, it's exactly the same as it was before. Like you, you still have mo- the same move set, uh, and it still feels just as good as it always used to. I mean, I'm not I'm not a big fan of the grappling hook. Um, uh, the, which yeah. is their sort of big addition. I haven't been able. I, I don't know how to use it effectively. Um, so I've just sort of not been. Um, I mean, Jeff using... was saying that the stupid the stim thing that makes you go fast is way better anyway. But it's kind of funny because you you can just sneak up on people when they least expect it using that thing. Like you'll have a little fight with them, uh, and they'll, they'll they'll peg your position. So then you'll just you, then you'll stim take a long roundabout route to get behind them super quick, and then just surprise them. And you're like, ha ha. <laughs> no. It's really satisfying. Um, Sounds good. Uh, yeah, and it's 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 one of those games where if you play it too much, you start trying to do the things that you do in that in other games. So I immediately started trying to wall run in Overwatch, and so it's you like play Lucio. Lucio. Yeah, <laughs> you play Lucio, and then and then and then when I'm playing as Lucio, and I realize I can wall run, and it's like, oh, I can't double jump. Damn it! <laughs> yeah. it's it's. it's, it's 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 the bleeding effect in Titan that you want you you know you want every game to be like Titanfall. <laughs> it's, it's a bit of a problem, <laughs> but not its own. Who invented double jump? Like it's such a weird oh, concept, God. but it's so good. Like what game? Yeah, it's a, it's a, uh, well, it must be like early platformers, right? Yeah, but how early? Like, can you? I mean, I can't remember many two D platformers doing it, but you know, old school two well, D platformers had, doing yeah, it, right? With the, <laughs> the electro shield, yeah, electro the electro shield. shield sort of was, yeah. So Sonic Three must have been before then. That can't have invented double jump. No, I don't actually don't know. That's a good question. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's probably some obscure game we would never have heard of. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, probably we play like NES games or anything. <laughs> what's well, the next one does, I remember? Does Starquake count as an infinite jump because of its clouds? <laughs> That's not even a jump. <laughs> That's not a jump. Yeah. <laughs> Because double jump is a dumb idea. Why would you be able to jump off thin air and only do it once? Yeah. <laughs> it's so weird, but it's awesome. I mean, when they put it into like things like where well, your boots have to recharge, right, and they only can do that on the ground for some reason because they're stabilizing you in the air, hmm. then maybe they sort of argue that away. But Yeah, it's fine. I don't care the justification. It's awesome. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Cool. I mean, yeah, I'm assuming it's the same thing with this. Like the jump pack can only work, but then it's like on all the time. If you're wall running and then double jumping to another wall and then double jumping from that wall to another wall, it's like your jump pack never gets a break. In that case, so no. it's like, yep. 
So what mode are you playing mostly? Or uh, I mostly play the bounty hunt, which is the the new mode. Oh yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Which is that's the one with the banks, uh, right? Where you have to yeah, it's, it's pretty great because it because it combines the best bits about like just pilot on pilot combat versus and, and and the AI stuff and sort of just mashes them into a competitive way that works way better than they did they do sort of on their own. Mm. Um, I'm not saying that attrition is a bad mode, you know, where you know random enemy dudes are just on the map and you can get points by killing the the easy AI or more points by killing pilots. Yeah. Uh, neither am I saying that pilots versus pilots, like when they take all the AI out, isn't fun because it is. It's that's pretty great as well. Um, but like, there's a, just a combination of those two things that works so well in bounty hunt. Like, because so all of the AI on the map is neutral; it doesn't belong to either side. Um, but both teams are fighting to kill as many of the neutrals as they can to earn money. Um, and so kills against the enemy team don't directly earn you money. Um, but when you, when you kill the neutrals, you gain half of the money goes immediately into your bank and half of the money goes onto you as a bonus on your character, which you will need to bank later. Mm-hmm. So then when you kill players that have money still hanging around as bonus, you get half of their current bonus as your own. Right. So at the end of each, and you can see wave, their bonus above their head or something. Can you? Or? Um, I'm not sure you can actually. Right. I think you only get it as once you killed someone. You so can you see don't how much know you if someone is valuable until you kill them. I don't. I honestly don't know. I, 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 if I, you know, I've played a lot of that mode, and it's honestly, if it is there, I just can't see it. Right. <laughs> you know, I'm not focusing on that because that would be um, pretty weird, if or pretty cool, arguably. I don't know if you had a more and more of a target above that your head the more you killed or whatever maybe but then maybe not like i don't know like because you can ruse it i guess like you can just yeah. be jumping around and it's like i haven't got any money but you killed me ha you gained nothing yeah that's true <laughs> you wasted your time chasing me <laughs> i quite like that as a concept that yeah, that's in the game. Funny. well um, you just you just run around distracting yeah people from the, core the distraction team. tactic becomes valid because it's yeah, like i'm not core. worth anything ha <laughs> it's quite funny uh, but yeah, like the, the sort of the, 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 the rhythm of the waves works really well. And um, uh, as with a lot of Titanfall's modes, it's like the moment where, where the Titans start dropping in, the whole game sort of shifts in feel as well. Like, so there's this evolving nature to Titanfall games that are pretty great, you know. So you get, you got your first wave, which will just be grunts on the ground and everyone's pilots at the time. And then uh, upon completion of that wave, you get your banking phase. Everyone goes to that. And then once once you've done your banking phase, the next target is always a, a single Titan. Um, the next neutral thing will be a Titan somewhere on the map. Um, so by that point, you really want to be the team with, the, with, with, with getting, getting your Titans up and ready to go. Um, so you titan can get that, titan. yeah, yeah. So you can get that neutral titan, and then at that point, the feel of the map starts to change. Um, because then by the time the next neutral wave comes along, the third neutral wave is dudes again, dudes on the ground, but they'll be like they'll have the slightly stronger stalker enemies involved. So you might want to have your titan about at that point to be able to kill the stalkers, and but then the next one is two titans. So there's a sort of uh, strategy, I guess, to when you might want to call your titan in most to deal with the neutral wave. Um, and it's, I don't know, I just, I just think it works super well. They found that they, it feels like they found the balance the game desperately needed to make right. its ideas come together. I'm just still worried about this population thing. I'm glad you're saying that there's plenty of people to play with. Yeah. I mean, I, like I said, I've never had a problem. So okay. That's great. It, it's lower than, you know, than the, it, it is low, but like the numbers don't, aren't particularly inspiring. Are you going to get in on this? Sec? It's not been a, it's not been a problem. Can your can your PC run it? What's the situation there? 
you went you went to if you could run titanfall one i would argue you can run titanfall two i mean you played one didn't you zach yeah are you at all enthused about about two Okay, well, I don't know. There's other stuff to play. <laughs> That's the main problem. Uh, okay, fair. Uh, what in the multiplayer realm, like Battlefield? Well, yeah, we still haven't played Battlefield enough. Right, and they've patched really. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, they've patched Battlefield. Uh, we haven't gone back to it yet, but they have patched Battlefield mm-hmm. to fix some of the shotgun problems. Specifically, Hopefully, at least. Well, they have specifically said that they've they've made some changes to address people targeting that one shotgun that everyone loved because it worked really well at long range. Although. Kind of worryingly, in those patches, they also suggested that they had buffed some of the other shotguns to make people want to use them more. It's like mm, that's not that's, that's not exactly what we wanted. Yeah. <laughs> just leave the nerfs only, please. Yeah, um, <laughs> but but they and and the the the, the 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 one free map they were going to make has come out. Yeah, so there's there's that as well. Absolutely, that yet. Do you? Um, but then that's the reason you should get on Titanfall because all the DLC will be free. Like do you unless use you want a headset when skins you play. Oh. Um, like with randoms no i go silent with randoms but and then but you do uh you just play the sound through the speakers through your surround sound or whatever yeah yeah, yeah. yeah okay. well through my yeah through the rig attached to my pc your yeah, creative rig or whatever yeah 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 okay yeah it's a really fantastic bloody game the um I, I can't be honest. Like the story ended, the single player stuff, which I've also finished, like ended way right. shorter than, than than I expected. Those last, the last few missions are actually really short, mm. whereas a lot of the ones leading up to it had, were multi part missions where you would do a bit and then there'd be a loading pause and then there'd be another part. But it would, that extra part was would be part of the same mission. Right. And I thought I was doing that towards the end sequence of the game, but no, each one of those loading pauses is a fresh mission, and it's like, oh, okay, no, I'm, so we, I'm just rattling through this now. Mm. Um, so it's not as long as I thought it was, um, but it does have some neat, some neat stuff going on still. It, it's, I don't think it's as mind blowing as perhaps some of the internet wants it to be. I mean, the thing like, is, it, it, it didn't strike good, me as quite like, so amazing. It hasn't been a good FPS campaign, I don't think, for a, or, I, no. I mean, I, for a while. <laughs> I mean, I know that's quite sweeping, and you like some of the Call of Duty stuff, but and think, Doom. Oh yeah, okay, so Doom, but Doom is different i think because it yeah oh yeah so do. yeah um but i mean of a kind of you know i don't know mm. there's no half-life <laughs> that's what i'm complaining nah. about and if this nah. is anything towards something like that then then that oh, it's, it's a good thing yeah i wouldn't say it's it's it's, it's that feel if that's what you're going no. for it still has that uh, if anything it has more of a call of duty vibe because of course it would but yeah. um, at, at least it, it at least it does feel like a story. It does feel yeah. like there's a you're you, you start somewhere and you get somewhere, um, and it's and it's good for that. Um, yeah, uh, it, it's and, it, and it's it is as I say it's it's pretty short. So it's like there's there's no there's no uh, there's no point in which you can be bored with it. Mm. Sounds great. I'm still yeah, interested. Yeah. There's just there's just there's just one level where it's really clever. There's this one one mission in particular where it, it does some cool stuff. For some reason, I've started wondering about headset. Like I remember years ago, I used to have a, a surround sound headset. I wonder if they've mm. come along, come on these days. Whether you could get like a USB one that was sounded really good. Yeah, I don't know. There, there are some. I still there. There are still some about that claim to be. 3D sound headsets and things. Yeah, that, that old pair that I had was pretty decent. 
but you know, right. it read on like it had an amplifier that had to have its own power. Oh, yeah. and it's, yeah. it's like that through the free wires of the yeah. surround sound system. Uh, and I think they've now made a pair that um, I think I saw on. Uh, and you know, there's a bit in Amazon now where it's like, "Hey, here's a load of products that were kickstarted." Yeah. Um, there's there's one. I think there's a headset in there that does a little bit of head tracking. So if you like, if you for some, which oh, is like dumb, a, like a track IR, that would be awesome. Yeah, a little bit. So like, if you turned away from the screen for whatever reason, the sound moves with your head. Oh or no! Which, oh, I see. For the um, for, just for the sound. Okay. Yeah, yeah that's it's, sort of it's just sense. a headset, but yeah. I guess that well, it's, it sort of makes sense, except if you're playing a game, you're looking dead ahead. <laughs> right, always. unless you've got VR. Yeah. But in VR, you'll be like, in theory, you'll, yeah. Maybe you know, with track IR, anyway. it would make sense. I still yeah, think track maybe. IR is interesting like um, and kind of cool, like halfway step towards, well, not halfway, quarter way step towards VR. Yeah, uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, it, it's sort of interesting. If you have one of those ultra wide monitors, maybe it makes more sense. Yeah, but... that's how you do it, I suppose, isn't it? Yeah. Um, but like on a, on a regular moment, I'm not sure I get it because it'd, it'd be like yeah. in order to make it work well, you have to have like exaggerated movements, I guess. Yeah, that's how it works. Yeah. So you have to like keep your head quite still if you want to look forward. Yeah, yeah. yeah I don't think, don't think I like that. I think I'm, I'm, def- I'm definitely more on board with the idea of VR than that. Well, but... yeah, but it's massibly yeah. more <laughs> convenient. I yeah. Yeah. Mm. Anyway. Yeah. Cool. So time for time for. Super kick ass. I, I, yeah, it would be nice to have other 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 people to play with. So if either of you come in yeah. on it, please let me know because it's great. Shit though, because I haven't played any FPSs for so long. I need to freaking practice. Well, there's no. There's, I guess that's the other weird thing about this. There's no skill rating in there at all. Like right. apparently it does some behind the scenes, so like like map for matchmaking purposes. But like you only really ever get exposed your your player level, which is always yeah. going to go up, right? So there's no um, uh, there's no competitive mode. There's no nothing like that. So there's no ranking at all, which is interesting. It's like it's just like okay, you've chosen not to do that. It, that that said, it might come because as I say, everything and everything they they add to this game will be free, but. That in itself, you could argue, is a massive question mark. It's like, how much are they going to be adding to this game if it hasn't sold that well? I know. Sad times. It's a real bummer. Like, this game deserves way more. In my eyes, it deserves more than Battlefield, honestly. Yeah. Like, it's... it's, it's... (laughs) Well, this Battlefield specifically as well. I think this is... I still think this is one of the best Battlefields we've had in freaking ages. It's probably... It's up there with three, and if not better, like it, it's properly good. Anyway, okay. Anyway, time to be fine. Uh, I dipped a little bit into the Plague Knight campaign in Shovel Knight, which is the the free mm-hmm. add-on for it. Sure. Um, uh, yeah, I'm not sure I like that very much. It's like you basically go through all the same levels again, but as a different character with different yeah. move set, like a completely different move set. It's not as not as extensive as I thought it would be, but that move set is kind of awkward. It's like you you don't jump very high, um, but you can hold X to charge up a, a a a launcher effectively. So you like you jump and then release X to do your launcher, and then you then you have to try and like yeah try and get that right to get where you need to go, and it's actually really quite quite difficult 
It's not the muse alarm. It sounds and I don't know why. No, it's not. It's another kind of alarm. It's like, God, stop. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> it wants my password. I don't want... I don't want to sign into the ID store, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Oh, I hate Apple stuff lately. Like, it's it's being phone. lame. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, so I'm a little bit disappointed. Though. I don't like as good as much as I liked normal Shovel Knight. Like playing it again with a more awkward control scheme isn't that appealing. It's like some of the dialogue is is kind of okay, but it's and but it's yeah, it's just not. It's not doing it for me. So I don't know. I don't know if I'll stick with that. I did it once and then haven't gone back to it. Mm. Um, don't know. Uh, so what, what else is there? There's been... Uh, I actually... Like, after we... we had, I don't know why. I suddenly had an urge to play a roguelike. Um, <laughs> and of I all the it. things I had lying about, I went back to Coin Crypt for a couple of hours. Mm. That weird-ass one we did a video of yeah. a few months back. <laughs> It's still kind of weird. Um, and I, haven't, I, I, I can't quite figure out what the tactic to be good is at that. Because no. it just feels so random. Like, we're, like with money, like, you know, you're all the actions you can take bit having to be things you find. It's like playing Final Fantasy, but the only things you can ever do are items. It's like playing modern Paper Mario game. Oh, oh, snap. Sick burns. Yeah, sick, sick paper burns. <laughs> Sick, yeah. A sick burn site. Sick man. Uh, yeah, that game's really weird. Um. Yeah. Anyway, it satisfied my need at the time <laughs> for a quick roguelike. Uh, what else has been happening? I've been playing Thumper. Mm. Oh, what? What's that? So, uh, back at EGX last year, um. Uh, I stumbled upon, I think it was in Sega's left field collection, uh, like little area that they always have at EGX. I, I stumbled upon a, uh, a this little ribbon game where you're ah. a, where you're a chrome space beetle uh, hurtling along a little highway, and uh, it describes itself as it self describes itself as rhythm violence, and it's like this is super intense, and I'm like, well, I better have a go at this. Okay. Um, so I played through the, its entire first level, which is what they had there, uh, and friggin' loved it. Um, so that game finally came out this year um, and so I picked it up pretty much immediately and well I say pretty much immediately it's been out a little while but it's um, I had to pick it up this year and uh, it's pretty good if very friggin hard <laughs> okay uh, it's an odd one because it's like they they, they, they go they go deep on its concept. Like it's a massive conceptual experiment, effectively. In that, like, the, 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 it's designed to just assault you. It's uh, it's the, the, everything on screen moves ridiculously fast. Okay. Um, the audio is super oppressive. Like it's not cheery music in any way. It's like um, thump. Well, it's a thumping drums makes sense, but it's like real heavy ass sort of percussion. Um, with like droning off-key strings and odd noises, and it's just it's like a wall of noise. Um, 
And uh, sounds then, delightful. Yeah, but it, but it does come together in the way that they they they're obviously going for. It's 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 supposed to be brutal. It's supposed to feel rough, right? Uh, and and th- in in that way, they totally nail it. Like there's um, there was a good article. I think it was on Rock Paper Shotgun uh, recently. They have this feature they call the me- the mechanic, and they did a did a little little bit on Thumper's turns. Which is a good read. Like, why do the turns in this game feel so so good? And it's yeah, it's the physicality of how just how hard it feels. You like you slam into them, and just how precise you have to be if you want that that perfect turn ding to play uh, as you go into it. It's like wham as you hit it, and it's it's solid and great. And it's like without those things, that game wouldn't be what it is. And it's uh, uh it, there's something to all of that. Saying that. Would it be nice if there was a little? There was a little more musicality to it, because mm. it's just a little too out there sometimes. Like the rhythms aren't really rhythms; they're just like here's some stuff on screen. Do it at the right time. It's like they're they're still following a time signature, but it's not one you can really put in your head easily. I guess unless you're like a musician, a jazz musician, probably. You know. <laughs> Because they, they do this thing where each world is as you, as you progress through the game, like each world's time signature is limit is equal to the world number you're on. So you know, oh, world blimey. one is, an, is is so world one is a nice nice slow sort of like one beat, I guess. You know, which is actually quite cool because they do they do some more stuff in that first level musically than probably any of the others. Um, and then world two, they pick up the tempo a bit and add some mechanics. Um, world three, you're then starting getting into weird land, right? So you're then, you're then doing like waltz beats. Um, yeah, of course. And it, and it starts to get a bit da, awkward. Da, World, da, 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 yeah. yeah. World 4 is great. That's because proper proper 4-4 four, four and, you know, this, that's a fun level. Uh, World 5? Oh, my word, that's weird. Well, like... Yeah, but, like, it's not nearly as neat as that because you, you don't get that repetition in Thumper, really. Ah, okay. All you really have in the background are these, are these like... Just basically these little these drums, just like da, 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 da. like just going the whole time, and it's like and the, the, like everything you're doing is what is what makes up the music. Like slamming into the ground plays a big old boom sort of bass drum. Turns are like your snares, um, and then you get these little little barriers that are like dee, 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 when you go through them and things like that. So you you, you what what is coming at you is the rhythm, right? And it's uh it's tricky to grasp. It really is. Um. But you do occasionally. It's it's weird. You come in and out. Like the levels are long as well. Um, like so, so the structure of the game is actually quite generous in a way. And that like while while the phrases you go through are really tough. Um, you when, whenever you die, you don't restart the level. You only restart that phrase. Um, so if you're if you're crap at rhythm games, you can at least get through the game eventually. Is the idea. Um, and even if you step away from the game. You can come back at the last phrase you got to, so you don't have to restart oh, cool. an entire level. Um, but but if if you if you chose to do something else, you can't go back to a specific phrase in a level, right? It's like a, a um, quit yeah, and auto, quit, uh, quit yeah. and save, and then you can auto come back save, to the point yeah. you left it. So it's uh, there, there's there's some some niceties there. Where, where the game is really harsh is if you want to do like S runs. Um, so it has. But even then, it has some has some help for you. It's like you if you s a phrase, uh, s rank a phrase, 
then then you'll carry on to the next one. You go fine, and if you then balls up the next one, it has a restart system where you can go. Actually, no, go back to the last phrase. I want to do that again, and it doesn't penalize you for doing that. So if you want to S rank a level, you need to S rank every phase in it, every phrase in it. Um, uh, so you can just keep playing a phrase until you S rank it, and then move on, and then keep playing it until you S rank that, and move on. And that's actually quite cool as well. It's like you know, it's 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 almost like learning. Uh, to drive in a racing game, learning a track. It's like, I want to perfect this turn. Yeah, cool. Um, so there's an element of, you know, that, that if, if you get into that sort of like, I need to perfect this mentality, they, they at least help you out a bit there um, in, 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 in achieving that. And there's, there's achievements for S ranking stages. So, you know, there's, a, there's an incentive to do that. Uh, so, yeah, it's, it's pretty good, but it's quite, it's quite weird. And I can't, it's clearly not going to be for everyone, and it's probably not going to be for a large portion of people at all, <laughs> to be honest. Okay, fair. Well, give it a try. It's on Steam there, it's on, right? it's on Steam and PS4 and, most intriguingly, PSVR. Oh, God. <laughs> That's yeah. going to be an experience. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Do you know anyone with a PSVR? Is Jake? Uh, I I do not. I don't know anyone with PSVR. Yeah. Kind of want to try that. I don't know anyone with VR in general. Oh, I've sort of got. Actually, no. I sort of indirectly. I yeah. sort of indirectly know people with VR. As I think some old colleagues at some company have some VR stuff, but yeah, mm. not one I have easy access to. I really want to do some more. <laughs> it seems super cool. I just want to play Res now. Yeah. VR. Yeah. And the best thing I've played so far is the just the the um, archery mini game in the Valve pack. Oh, in the low. Yeah. It's really good. <laughs> um, trying to think what else I've been playing. Probably all, that's probably the bulk of it. I and mean, we played some more Rocket League a little bit after the last update. Yeah, they actually patched in their new map. Yeah, the octagon, as predicted. Did you buy and that space theme? Yeah, it's all right. It's all right. <laughs> Inoffensive for a weird shaped map. I suppose. Yeah, <laughs> it's a little weird because you got to get used. To, it's it's extra wide. More, more angles. Yeah, it's extra wide, and because it's an octagon shape, like you can't just. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, getting getting like wall tactics to head it towards the goal and stuff is actually more difficult. Like you've got to make straighter well, shots and sort of more difficult. It's yeah. just like it's not well. It's almost impossible to do like hits off the wall. Mm. But if you hit it into the wall at the right angle, it will go straight. In the oh yeah, there's, there's still a route, but like yeah, they're di- they're different and they're not as. I don't think there's many as many wall setups you can perform. No, it always seems like it, when it's at the goal, it's just because it's at the goal it's not like yeah. it's coming from somewhere else yeah at least not yet I mean maybe once people get used to it more yeah maybe, maybe some of those tactics will come out or <laughs> people will find the angle or a yeah. way of knocking it off the corners that's yeah. really bloody hard to predict and uh, and that's pretty much it really you know there's some some new items that, and some new cars yeah. to buy still haven't ended season 3 though yeah competitive is still on uh, oh yeah, and Overwatch. I've been playing some Overwatch. Yeah, I said I was going to get to that. The, the Winter Wonderland thing is on, so 
what that basically means is there's some, some festive themed skins and items in the game again that are only going to be available for a limited period, but they their rarity seems lower this time compared to previous events. So if you wanted to buy them with the in-game currency, uh, the the barrier isn't so high this time. Um, uh, also, that uh, they've added like a wintry brawl mode. Uh, so you know they have a special mode this time, which is a maze snowball offensive, and uh, it's basically Counter Strike for Overwatch, which is kind of odd. Sweet. Um, so you, you basically you all force the players May, and everyone only has one snowball in their gun, um, uh, and it's one hit kill. Um, so you sort of have this weird sort of like tense like oh, I've got to land this shot, but if you don't land the shot, then you're out of ammo. What do you do? You have to go find a snow pile and then spend some time packing it into your gun so you can get an extra shot. And it's a it's an elimination style game, right? A little bit which insta jib fun. Yeah, I mean it's 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 okay, but if you put that next to the rest of Overwatch, it's really boring. <laughs> well, yeah, that sounds fine. Uh, yeah, and 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 a couple of the levels have had um. Uh, festive overhauls. So a couple of the levels are now snowy. Which they did for Halloween. They turned one of the levels all Halloween-y. So they turned a couple of different levels all snowy this time. Uh, and that's pretty much all that's happening in Overwatch Land. There's a new map coming fairly soon. Finally. Um, called Oasis. Uh, which is apparently in test right now. So new maps! Hooray! What with like a beach theme or something? I have no idea. I haven't actually looked into what it is, but or yeah. Desert theme, I suppose. Yeah. Oasis. I haven't actually looked into what it is. I just know it's coming. So that would make it two maps since it's released, if you exclude the, the elimination map. <laughs> What's the magic number for the use egg to, to try it again? Zero. <laughs> I don't know when that's going to happen. Hasn't really bothered me, to be honest. That you know, I, I, I mean, I'd like there to be more content, of course, but it's like the, uh, uh, it, it, it's never felt like a problem. Playing it, if you know what I mean. Well, Zach played it for like a week or something before we mm. decided there wasn't enough content. I did play it for like a week, didn't you? Well, it was the beta weekend or something. Yeah, played yeah, it for like yeah. two sessions. Okay, played it for like. I know, eight hours. <laughs> Probably. Yeah, Two they, pretty good sessions. Don't remember. <laughs> Played, like, every map. Oh, that yeah, yeah. You'll, you'll do that. Yeah. But what's the problem with that? Getting that done. There is a... I do think the, like, the, the hero mix-up is what keeps it feeling fresh, right? You're, you know, certain certain games will be, like, people playing with different tactics and stuff like that because because that's what their characters allow them to do and certain combinations and things like that. That's, it does work. They do... They have achieved, I think, what they wanted to with it being, you know, a hero shooter and the, and the advantages thereof. Mm. Um, yeah. And, you know, and the constant adjustments they've been making are quite... You know, Symmetra is like an, almost a totally different character now. They've changed like, a couple of her core abilities. She now has two ultimates, um, which is really odd. <laughs> because it's called an ultimate. Yeah. Uh, Although not the, like her ultimate was ultimate really. Well, yeah, her like, teleport. Wow, teleport. Yeah. <laughs> so her her new ultimate is um, she puts down a shield generator. Um, so any, if anyone walks, so you, you know she used to have the ability of like you press, <laughs> tiny press E to put a tiny amount of shield on people. Like so that's now changed, and it's like as long as this shield generator is alive, everyone gets 
bigger amounts of shield. Um, and, and that and that old ability that she has is gone. That doesn't exist anymore. Mm. And that's now been replaced by a sort of Reinhardt-style shield wall can be put up that she can fire into the air that will just fly ahead of her for a while. Mm. So she, she's actually a way more useful offensive character now um, rather than her strictly defensive stance that she had before. Um, so yeah, so there's a lot of people playing her right now. A lot of people playing her right now. <laughs> Which is actually quite frustrating because there's too many people playing her right now. But that's the way so, the news goes. Same with Widowmaker, actually. A lot of, like Widow sort of fell out of the meta for a while, and now there seems to be tons of people playing her. So I don't know if, what they've changed there. Uh, anyway, yeah, Overwatch. Sweet. You should all be playing Overwatch. Join us. Or Titanfall or something. Or both. Play them all. Or Battlefield. All great. It's a good year. I'm out. Who's next? Zeg, what have you been playing? Well, apart from a bunch of Rocket League and briefly logging into Eve a few times, because now that now that you, you get free accounts, I was like, I can log into all three of my Eve accounts. <laughs> Start the wall trading, except not, because well, I guess my main character can't trade anything, so I'm just trading, I'm trading Dr. Nick. <laughs> he can still trade stuff. Why? Have you run out of things to trade? Well, it's because of the, the limited skill set that you can trade on the free accounts. Obviously, yeah. my main character has all of those all skills. All the skills, right. <laughs> and then a whole shit more skills than that. Yeah. So I was like, oh, I can just trade the secondary characters on this account, and, and then on, on my secondary account, so I was, on my second and third account, so I was like, oh, I can probably trade them as well, except... Actually, as it turns out, not really, because at some point in the past, when they were messing around with skills, they basically gave people a bunch of skill points to assign just for, for free. It was like when they fucked up and when, like sometimes they do it when they eliminate skills. Like if they remove the necessity for a skill, it's like, oh, we'll just give you some skill points to refund the training time you put into those skills that are no longer useful. Mm. And there was a couple of times when they did, when they were, I can't remember what they did. I think it's just when they had a really long downtime a couple of times. They were mm. like, no one could get in to set new skills, so we're giving you some free skill points for the excessively long downtime or whatever. So when I logged into my second and third accounts, which I haven't played since then, it was like, well, technically they do have things that they can trade, except that I've got a big pile of skill points, but I can just assign all these skills and complete them immediately. <laughs> Hmm. So I was like, I guess none of these second accounts can actually train anything. Oh, right. Because <laughs> they've just built up so much free stuff. Yes, yeah, because they've just got enough free skill points to complete all the skills that they can possibly actually do. <laughs> so I did that. And then, of course, what the other trouble was logging back into the second or third accounts. So it was like, what are these characters even for? Well, what was I doing? <laughs> <laughs> Where are they? Where's all their stuff? <laughs> and then the other out. Well, I vaguely remember. I mean, my second account, that main, the main character on that one was actually quite an advanced character, like up to battleships. And uh, at one point, I was dual doing missions with like my main character and the secondary character together in one mission, two battleships. Hmm. So that character, I more or less knew what was going on, and I'd already. I think when I, like, first time I let that account lapse, I'd already transferred stuff to my main character some of the stuff that I thought was worthwhile. So that was okay. But the third account, I was like, 
I don't even remember why I was doing this. I remember that I made a Kaldari because I wanted to try missiles because I <laughs> basically had never actually used missiles as a main weapon. But then I was like, I don't remember where, what, where I was doing missions and where I even am and what all this stuff means. He has a lot of ships. I think that was during a period when the tutorial just gave you like every frigate. Hmm. <laughs> like like yeah. as you went through the tutorial missions, you just got a new frigate every couple of missions and it just gave you all of them essentially. <laughs> So he has a bunch of ships, and I don't know what I don't know shit about Kaldari ships, and they've all been rebalanced since then too. Now they're all specific for like mm. certain roles. And then the other other problem with logging into those old accounts was that that I hadn't played them since they did the character, the like the three D character models. So I had to actually make models for them because they it won't let you in the game until you've done that. Oh right. Yeah. <laughs> So I was like, I don't remember what these people look like. One of them I have a screenshot of where I was like, oh, I'll try and recreate that, except you can't really because it's practically impossible to recreate the old style of characters in the new editor. So yeah, got through that. Looked in there. They're doing their Christmas thing. New, What's that? New, new gifts every day. Get a random something out of this box. <laughs> Usually a shipskin. Well, at least the first day I did it, it was shipskins. I haven't seen what the next one is. So usually, as in that one time. Well, the thing is, I because log- I logged into all three characters, I'm like, maybe it's random, or maybe it's like different. Or the same gift for everyone. Or it yeah, it's, it's labelled as the same gift. It's like this day's gift, so they're doing it daily. But then when I opened it, it was like, it gave, it, they were all shipskins, but they were not like the same shipskin. It was like, here's one of this set of shipskins. All right. They're sort of, they're called like Glacier or Blizzard or something. Mm. But they're basically just like, they have like blue and white camo, essentially. Fair enough. Yeah, makes sense. <laughs> what if you got, what if you got, got a duplicate? Like, it, just our skins like that, like sellable yeah, items? Yeah, you, you can put them onto the market mm. if you don't use them. But of course the market is flooded with them. Because <laughs> all the people who don't want them are <laughs> immediately selling them. Yeah. Even though they're apparently for quite a range of different ships. But yeah, when you have the when you have a slight amount of collector instinct, you're like, no, I just want to keep them. Mm. I want the massive bank of ship skins, even though it was less like the one that I got on my main character was like an Amar ship, and it's like I'm never ever going to fly a fucking Amar ship on this character specifically. <laughs> Although I might, but not that Amar ship, not like a shitty frigate or something. Mm. <laughs> so yeah, that was Eve. Uh, and then we talked about Rock League and then just more Planet Coaster. They did their winter update. Yeah, so what's in that? Oh, yeah. Well, the main thing in terms of, like, content is they put an entire, like, art, art, Arctic skin in, basically. There's a, le- uh, like, a snow-covered... Oh, a snow-covered Arctic level and it has, like, Christmas-themed items mm. like Christmas trees and... Basically, it's candy land, like, gingerbread houses and stuff to build with the building parts. I love chocolate. The trouble is that they they've continued down the same weird, like kind of awkward path that they already established in the base game, where like things that Rich should really be like ride options are just like completely separate rides. So like they put in a new track ride, like one of those slow moving cars on a rail kind of things, mm-hmm. and it's like Christmas themed, so it's like sleighs. But the, they put it in as like a separate one. And they already had in the base game two other ones mm. that just changed the car, basically. And it's like, really, it's how it used to do it. be a combo box. Yeah, it's like how they used to do it in 
in old Robert Case Dooku, Dooku was it was just a drop down. You choose the type of train, mm. and but they didn't do that in this game, and you know they're continuing not to do it. <laughs> you think they should just fix that and just make it an option? Yeah. I mean, I think maybe the track does change slightly too on the festive one. It looks wider, I think. Mm. But then if it's the same layout, what's the problem? Could they just make it wider and change the combo? Yeah. Should just be able to set that at, like, when you build the station, choose that there before you start building the track, maybe, and then if the track is wider so it would interfere with it or whatever. It could just be a singular type of ride that should have that option, but I don't know. Or just make the wide rip, like the track width part of the options as well. Maybe. There, are, there do seem to occasionally be like weirdly pointless things that you can change. Like there's some kinds of roller coasters that have like two types of basic track for no apparent reason. Whereas like the, the second type, it just has like a thicker support. Mm. Like maybe if you want to make it look cool, but <laughs> there doesn't seem to be any actual purpose to it. Mm. Which is kind of strange. Well, there's probably a lot of stuff in that game that has actually no real purpose, right? The music choice. And... Yeah, but that, that's like, that's decorative in a different way. That's the like, because it's like when you're building the coaster, this is an actual option you can click when you're choosing what type of, like, alongside, like, brakes and chain lift and stuff. Oh, it's right. like, here's a different kind of track. Well, so you could alternate bits of track in the same layout, you mean? Yeah. Just seems kind of weirdly pointless. Hmm. I mean, I guess technically it's still uh, as pointless as the where you have a checkbox in the option to turn on the catwalk. So if you want to make, yeah, your, sure. make yeah. it look real, hmm. have your catwalk going up next to the lift hill. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, there's the winter theme, the winter items. There's actually a couple of new rides, which is maybe the more important thing, which are winter themed, luckily. What, so, flatland rides. Yeah, flatland rides. There's like one of those spinning spinning things that starts off flat and then angles upwards. Oh, okay, right, yeah. Which seems to be sci-fi themed, which is nice because there weren't really many specifically sci-fi themed rides. Mm. The cube! <laughs> the cube's generically themed. That doesn't count as no. sci-fi. Technically, you can put that anywhere. It's just it automatically fits inside my feather. Yeah. <laughs> and then also bumper cars. Well, oh, okay. Classic. Yeah. <laughs> Although I, want, I was thinking about how that, how that actually works. Because the way that rides work where they have their animation, and that is the ride sequence, I bet the bumper cars have exactly the same animation every time. I bet that's not at all actually. Do you remember when weird. bumper cars had to say no collisions? Like on on real real bumper car right? <laughs> well, like, there was like the health and safety moment. But <laughs> yeah, it's such a weird thing. It's like, oh, we've designed this ride to like where the fun is running into each other. Let's put a giant sign up saying, yeah, you can't do that one thing that these cars are for. Because <laughs> I didn't design them well enough. I didn't give them just, enough padding. It's, the, the, it's a skill challenge to make sure you can drive around in a perfect circle. We're not here to get anybody. <laughs> yep, exactly. And then you can feel really satisfied at the end of it that you did nothing. I didn't really watch the whole animation for the bump cars because I haven't built them yet, but I saw mm. a video of it, and it does look like they don't collide virtually ever. Yeah, right. <laughs> One of them collides with the edge. Yeah. <laughs> right. You reckon it's all canned then? Like, yeah, that? I, that's what I was thinking. It's mm. probably just an animation that like, it just plays the whole animation and it's set every time the same. Mm. This is awkward, but I guess it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> It doesn't really matter, but no. it would be better if it was a little simulation game. Then. Yeah, it'd be much cooler. Just like how like people were always complaining about how they didn't put go-karts in this game because that was a roller case tycoon classic. Oh, yeah. And it's just like... That would be kind of cool. But that would have to be simulated. You reckon? Mm. 
you couldn't really have because you're building a track design. Yeah, that's uh, not. Yeah, they they'd need to have something on it, like some excitement ratings or whatever. Well, and it would have to be like the position of the cars wouldn't couldn't be predetermined if you had yeah. track pieces that you'd build. So that would that, that I guess that's quite a lot of work. Doable. <laughs> Because if you think about how it used to work in Roller Coaster, that was weird. I mean, all the, like it was a simulated actual race, and the cars moved at different speeds, mm. and like they even took each other. And then the guy who won did a victory lap because of the weird way it was programmed. <laughs> it was awesome. <laughs> they should put that so, back in eventually. Yeah, probably. I mean, more customizable. Like, I mean, there's. I don't have a problem so much of like things that are missing in terms of like rise, but I just think they should have put more customization into the rise that are already there. It's like when you've got the carousel, it's like why can't you make it a sci-fi themed carousel with like little space rockets or something? Mm. Just make that a skin for it, essentially. But you can't. <laughs> it's always the same carousel. And the same the same for a lot of those other rides that have like kind of built-in theming. Yeah, why can't we make the horses on this carousel like neon unicorns? Yeah, exactly. Space Unicorn. It would only have to be like a couple of options. The mm. slightly better feet. Like the regular carousel goes okay in the fantasy and pirate theme. Sure. But then the sci fi carousel, you should have like a little sci fi modification, make it fit in that theme. Lasers coming out the top. Yeah. Just spin lasers. I mean, you could, I mean, you can do theming around it to try and make it fit in, but that doesn't help with it. It's just still horses and carriages. <laughs> <laughs> And then there was a few other things that got added in the Winter Patch 2 that weren't specifically to do with Winter. Like, much better management screens. So you can actually manage things from the management screens. <laughs> okay. It was kind of important. Because before, it was just like, you go to the management screen, it's like your worker's name, and you click on the button to open their actual window where you can do things. Oh, right. So they streamlined it like we we, we talked about that, didn't we? Yeah. Like, so they've made it so you can change things straight in that Yeah, in it's that just in the list. Oh, that's great. Yeah. And then for the rides, the same thing. It has like, it tells you like the monthly profit, and you can open mm. and close stuff from that window. Mm. You can promote people from their list. Yeah. Okay. Brilliant. So that's nice. Yeah. And they also introduced a slightly weird mechanic of like what they call prestige for rides, which is sort of like aging, I guess. <laughs> right. Where like rides start off popular when they're new, and then they get less popular as they age, but then they become popular again as they become classic. <laughs> Hmm. And that seems to be like dependent on the scenery around the ride in some way. Hmm. Like having more scenery makes them progress through that faster or something. Oh, well, what's they, they, but they could get less popular quicker. Maybe I don't know. Hmm. It's like it's not a very sp- specific system. It's just like it, when you in the ride information, it shows a five star rating and like a number next to it, hmm. and like you mouse over it, it says this is the ride's prestige. It's based on the scenery around the thing. It doesn't tell you what the fuck was, what the fuck the stars mean or what the number means or how that changes. Hmm. It just says it changes every ride, and it's like what <laughs> what does that even mean? So a lot of people have been complaining where it's just like all this means is like when your ride gets unpopular, you just demolish it and build the exact same one in the same place and it resets. <laughs> it's like yes, I guess you could do that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> At the cost of money, I suppose. Yeah. Like, yeah, would that outweigh the the popularity bonus? Thing? It's like, I mean, if every ride can become classic, then that doesn't. You don't have to do that, right? But then, do classics become more popular than normal popular rides? Yeah, it's like it's not specific enough. It doesn't give you enough information to actually know how the system is meant to work yet, really. And then there's a few other bits and pieces to do with simulating things. Actual changes to the like coaster simulation in some cases seem like they 
I'd always suspected that this was why a couple of my coasters were weird, but that the thing where people like what they call duck moments in the patch notes, where it's like oh, they right, do the yeah, yeah. hands over the face shielding mm. thing. Apparently those do actually affect the stats. Mm. And I was never entirely sure that they did, but apparently they do. And so supposedly they've never like reduced how much fear that generates or whatever per oh, okay. each right. time it happens. Mm. So, like, oh, right. So the first time it happens, it's still a big deal. But then, if it happens a lot, they're just like eh. maybe or something. Or like Tony Hawk's sort of duck. But several of my co- like all the coasters that I had running, like the stats improved slightly. So I was like, oh, that's no, good. <laughs> maybe it's slightly better. And and then and then actually, like a really surprisingly large like number of audio things, mm. audio improvements. I mean, the audio in that game is already great, but they're still continuing to work on it. Like they made it so when people are screaming, they start off screaming a lot, but then if the fear continues for too long, they can't scream so much. Oh, right. <laughs> so it like fades out the screams, even though it's continuing to be fearful or whatever. Like, I can't anymore. So, I just can't take it. Actual realism in people's voices. Well, they, well, yeah, what they really should is they just sort of have recorded some more audio of people like with, with like in, in like my voice is gone screaming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. Uh, <laughs> Gurgles, lots of gurgling. Gurgles. So yeah, some quite nice improvements in general to the actual like mechanics of the game, and a couple of new rides. So that's good. So hopefully they'll do more. Yeah, hopefully they'll make a, a jumbo chief beef man. Oh, and they most, can just take over the most important part. thing for Rob. Mm-hmm. They've added a pizza shop. <laughs> Shit, yeah. <laughs> so there Excellent. you go. Does it does it have a brand name with a noise attached to it? Kind of. The thing about these new shops they've added, they added a bunch. There's like an entire new brand for like juice and like flavored water. Mm. I can't remember what that was called. Pip, pip Shot? Squash. Yeah, Squash basically. Um, and pip then shop. there's like donuts and the pizza, and I think there's another one I don't remember. But they. they Speaking they, of pizza, there's a pizza man outside. That was well timed. <laughs> it's not for us. No. But they, they all have like. They technically have brands. I'm not sure if they have sound effects. I haven't actually built any of them yet. In the video I was looking at, I didn't notice. But the trouble is that they they may have brands, like the pizza one is called Pizza Pen, which is what? <laughs> well, okay. it's meant to be it's meant to be a sub brand of Chief Beef again because it's like the pizza is like a bandit, and I think <laughs> right. like the pen is like locking him up. Except that's not a very good word for that. No, Pizza Prison, surely. I've heard of like pen, pen, pineapple. Pizza, pen, pizza Prison. I don't think I'd visit Pizza Prison. I'd, 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 pizza yeah. Penitentiary. Yeah. I mean, if I was it's better, it's, it's got to be in it. If anything was going to get me into a life of crime, that might be it. But yeah, so it looked like it has some amount of branding on the shop, but they didn't include any of the other items, like the signs, for any of these new shops. So it kind of sucks. Hmm. Which is like, oh, I can place this shop, and but I can't have a giant sign that says Pizza Fed or like hmm. a little neon sign or a projecting sign or a little uh, stand-up, whatever, wind-blowy, fluffy sign. A massive donut. Yeah, or a giant donut or any other feeling. It's like, that's kind of missing. Hopefully yeah. they'll do that. Yeah, you'd, you'd hope so. <laughs> donut? It's a pen. I mean, technically, some of the shops that are already there don't have as much... Branding. Yeah. Branding as some of the other ones. Only Chief Beef gets the giant Chief Beef set. Mm. <laughs> no giant um, cow. No. Though. So yeah, Clank is still playing that. I've been cosmic. <laughs> I've been making a 
series of blog posts on Giant Bomb about it. Wow. Really? Yeah. How on do you find our those? website. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> We've been making a series of blog posts on Happy Island. We've been using their much better tools for making blogs on a website that's much better at making blogs than our one is. Much better tools. Because you can put pictures in way easier. What are you talking about? With That's WordPress. the standard freaking blogging platform of the entire internet that we use. I tell you, giant bombs is easier. <laughs> you pre-upload them all into the into your giant bomb thing, and then you just hit a button, and it appears, and you can choose whether it's left or right, or all that stuff. You do all that. Yeah, you can do all that, but not as quick. Yeah, we'll do it anyway. Whatevs. Misrepresenting. And I kind of wanted to make a video, but then I was like, this is never going to work. I'm not going to be able to record and play this game on my system as it stands. It's basically 100% CPU at all times. Mm. <laughs> so adding recording to that, probably not going to work very well. Fair enough. And didn't actually try it. I mean, maybe it just like does actually work. It just makes the game run not actually that much worse. I don't know. Mm. You'd think it probably would make it run quite a lot worse. Though. It depends. Yeah. I mean, technically, I could limit how many people there are in my park. That might limit the CPU use. Because that's an option you can just choose. Yeah, is it? You can just be like, how many people do you want maximum? Just set that in the, in the menu with the opening times. And I worked out what the opening times are actually for. Now oh, that okay. I've played yeah. a game where you can change them. All it really does is change, like, basically how much of the day you see. Right. So you set your opening times, and that basically changes what part of the day it skips over at the end of the month. So if you want a part that's all night time, you can just set opening time at like nine and <laughs> closing at like four, and then you'll only see night. Right, but that doesn't actually affect the the actual time. No, it doesn't actually affect right. anything to do with how your park actually okay. runs. Because that's what we were worried about, right? If you said like a park that was only open for an hour, would that be a significant handicap? Or... I do wonder how that would actually look, though. I guess it would just look just like... Never, never, the lighting would never yeah, change. Yeah, the light would change because it would be one hour spread over however many minutes the actual cycle yeah. is. And then you'd have a weird bit where the lighting very quickly changed between... <laughs> oh, yeah. <that's laughs> nice Sloop back for it. I didn't try using, like, park entry fee instead of per ride tickets. Mm. Supposedly that just doesn't work. <laughs> right. From what people have been saying. I mean, I it's guess that too, makes sense. It's too difficult. Yeah, it's just like you know, it's not, the game isn't really designed to handle it that well because of the way people think, like the thoughts of people compared, like the price of a ride compared to how exciting it is and stuff like that. It messes with it too much, and you just don't make very much money from people entering the wait, park. Well, you'd have to push up the prices of all your food and drink, surely. Yeah, I guess. But then, how tolerant are people of that? Oh yeah, and that's another thing they added. And there's a, just a button in shops where you can sync the prices of all the same kind of shop, which is nice. Okay, yeah, that sounds good. <laughs> so if you fuck around with the extras and individual yeah. prices on the items, you can just have that be the same everywhere. Yeah, that makes sense. Because you wouldn't really want that to be like Coke to be a different price everywhere, and yeah, unless you were being a particular particular jerk. Which, yeah, like, yeah. And the extras of this ride, it's hella expensive. Yeah, because there's a lot of people here. <laughs> That's Pat Cozy. So here we have all our five dollar cake. <laughs> well, maybe you could do the opposite. Be like, Coke over here is super cheap because I want people to come over here. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. <laughs> this part of the park has not enough people in it. It's like this cheap food aisle. <laughs> the only free toilets in the park are over there. Mm, yeah, <laughs> I'll probably do it. 
called non-free toilet. One ass. People don't seem to complain about it much. Really? Well, at, at like like one dollar. I haven't seen anyone complain about one dollar. One dollar? That's really high. <laughs> well, not really. It'd be like 50p, right? <laughs> 60? Yeah, well, nowadays. That's still high. No one pays, no one pays 60p for a poo. <laughs> <laughs> the only time I've ever seen people complain was when I put first aid up to like five dollars. <laughs> Wait, first aid? Charge for first aid? Well, it's not really first aid. It's like, it reduces their nausea. So it's like, it's just a quick way for people to recover from Mm. extreme rides. Oh, right. So it's like a store that sells paracetamol. Yeah, basically. It's not first aid. Okay. Anti-vomit. Popping pills. But I was like, $5, that should be cheap enough. But apparently that's too too expensive. Mm. People started complaining about that. Put it at $2 and they don't complain. I've refrained from charging for ATMs because I'm not a complete bastard. <laughs> yeah, <Good>. that's wrong. <laughs> like, you want them to use the ATM to get their money. To so get more money can... so they can spend it on all this other crap. Yeah. Not on the ATM. <laughs> Do they charge your ATMs inside, like, Alton Towers? Probably. I don't know. Not sure if I've ever had that problem anyway where I've needed to have a surplus of cash. Yeah, you normally think ahead in real life. You don't normally go there and spend all your cash and then be like, well, fuck, I'm going to buy it and get some more money. (laughs) Well, like, you know, the majority of places will take cards for what we do there anyway. Yeah. Have a card. It's not like they have an arcade in there. No. You don't need a surplus of one pound coins. You couldn't even get that out of an ATM, so you'd be too (laughs) anyway. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you'd have to get some actual cash and you'd have to find a change machine in the inset arcade. <laughs> yes. Two-step camera conversion. So that's that. Okay, so here. Okay. So not <laughs> <laughs> it's basically like okay. that. Right. Okay, Is that you done? Yep. Oh. Okay. Uh, well, have I been playing? Uh, not much. <laughs> I played more Civ, uh, I guess, but uh, not much to report. I tried to play a game where I didn't get screwed over by religion, but then I got screwed over by the fact that I didn't, I, I didn't have everything else at the same <laughs> level that I did before. And I was like, oh, this is annoying. And I'm still trying to work out how many cities you're supposed to have, like for a successful Civ, basically. Mm. I mean, the trouble is like. If I make a lot of... I was trying to make a bunch of settlers at the start, but there's not that much in terms of resources around me. So I, I still think the best tactic is to at least at least invade one other civ or a bunch of city-states early on. But they still hate you as a warmonger no matter what you do. Like, I swear I didn't go to war with anyone. Like, I, I took over one city-state and everyone's like, oh, you're a warmonger. It's like I never declared war on any sieve and they still all hate me for no reason uh, well they always used to be overly sensitive about city states in five like yeah. more so than even like actual wars That's like if wars, you right. started fucking with the city states they were like you bastard right <laughs> you're like, picking or, on small people that or, is actually or, true or it's like or it's more like hey that we we like this city state you're not allowed to like them too well that was a way you're not, yeah. allowed, to, you're not well, allowed to like at least this time i had a, a sieve that um that was actually their agenda because the, the Greek civs like city-states and want to control them or whatever, and they don't like you messing with them. So that actually makes sense. Mm. Um, 
But like, yeah, I mean, I did better in the previous game where I had a small sieve nearby with good resources on their capital that I managed to take really quickly. That seems to be the best, that my general ta- best tactic in sieve is take the nearest sieve and have their capital. So you have two capitals worth of good resources. Um mm. Uh, but that was the one where I lost unexpectedly to the religion thing. So I need to, it, it basically relies on the spawn because I had another one where I spawned and I spawned next to Sumeria. And apparently you're fucked if you spawn next to Sumeria because they have the by far the best starter unit and there's no counter. So that, and they're warlike. So they will just attack you immediately and you can't mm. really get, I mean, you can survive, but you can't really get a good start. Yeah. So I think the spawn is too important i don't know i don't know what they could do about that sort of always was though wasn't it like yeah. that game where i was playing as japan and it's like because i seem to have spawned in in, in sif 5 because it was spawned in barbarian town and i got yeah. hassled and hassled and hassled by, by, by it seemed yeah. like all the barbarians on the well, bloody map didn't get very far in sif 6 you get constant barbarians for everyone i think so um i think that's a bit more leveled out because there's just tons <laughs> of barbarians all the time um but yeah, I know what you mean. Like in my first game, um, I did really well. And I think part of the reason was I spawned in a nice area with resources, but there was also a massive mountain range block that protected me from everyone. Um, so it was like all, almost perfect, really. Um, and I haven't really had that since. Um, mm. So I don't really know. Um, well, that's why it's like I'd always, I always ended up trying to play on like the maps i didn't really like continental maps or anything i like the more right. islandy maps where you have a small amount ah. of you're more likely to get choke points or be able to occupy an entire island to yourself right because then that, that just makes things a lot easier yeah maybe i should try that like i was trying to go for i got lucky in the last one and it was the only sieve on the continent but then i was mm. trying to keep the enemy sieves off the continent but they kept yeah. sending so like if, it, if it's too big cities. you're basically screwed as well yeah. because then you you can't occupy the terrain fast enough before the enemy get there no i couldn't and also there were city states all over it um so i couldn't get all the resources in it without that was the problem and then i i attacked one of them because i was like well this is right in the middle of my empire and i want that city and then mm. everyone hated me I was like, well, I don't know. And I, I'm just sort of behind in terms of science and culture and stuff in ways that I wasn't in the other games. So, And I wanted to aim for like a, a science victory or something. Um, I just don't have the production. Um, yeah. So I don't know. I think I just, that one didn't go that well. So, yeah. It was, like, it was, like, it was like that in the Civ 5 when they had the achievements for specific, like win on a specific map type and win yeah. on on those mm. conditions yeah. that was when it was when i was like planning ahead where i was like when there's a achievement for winning all a pangea map where it's all one continent yeah it's like I'll, I'll do that combined with the smallest possible map and only one enemy right dramatically reduces yeah. the difficulty of the pangea map but i haven't been adjusting anything so i've just played the, the, the full-on default difficulty the continents map and you know yeah number of people every time and maybe i should just start adjusting things and, uh, to make it more it's like choke points are just too useful it's yeah. the same thing that i do in factorio where it's like i like the factorio maps to have the water generation quite high because it creates choke points <laughs> it's just yeah. easier to defend a choke point than to completely surround your base in a wall mm. yeah that's true yeah so yeah ziv um i don't know 
I, I have a feeling Game of the Year is going, the strategy part is going to be between the Firaxis games, and I don't really know the answer to that yet, but it's worth thinking about. I think I've played a lot more Civ than XCOM, but I don't know which one's better, really. They're both good. Mm. Uh, they both flawed as well. Like, yeah. quite badly as well. So, so <laughs> it's really hard to say. Uh, but anyway, Ceilings versus that. religions. No, it's, quite, not, re- no it's not religion that's totally the problem. It's just that I didn't understand it, I think. I mean... Although, yeah, I guess it's not that great. Uh, well, yeah, it's not necessarily probably it's your problem. <laughs> my problems, yeah, yeah, ceilings and religion, yeah. Um, yeah, and I downloaded Super Mario Run, I guess, but I haven't played much of it, but I don't think I'm going to be very good at that. So, And also, mm. tragic flaw in it is I can't play it on the tube, those bastards, because uh, it, it's online. Because it requires an always-online connection, doesn't so, it? Yeah. Big failure there. But yeah. That won't affect most people, but... They, it it's still a bit of a bummer. Like, yeah. do you know even why it's there? Like, why it's, it's always on? And some shit. Uh, I don't know. Anyway, that's what the Apple stores for. I know, uh, I know, but they don't. Obviously, they, they, Nintendo are more sensitive than Apple to, yeah. you know, whatever side loading. They're just yeah. like, we don't, we don't trust this mobile thing completely. So let's make yeah. online only. That's what they're doing. Mm. And also, it doesn't seem, it seems quite slick. I mean, the game itself seems good, obviously, but the, the menus and stuff and setup and stuff, it doesn't seem all that slick, like in terms of just the UI and the way there's a lot mm. of loading and shit going on. And to get, like, to get into the game at the start, there's a lot of mucking about. Uh, but anyway, um, I mean, the first time, a lot, a lot I don't of know waiting about every at the, time. Uh, a lot of waiting at the Niantic logo. Is that, oh, wait. <laughs> oh, wait. Yeah. This one's actually Nintendo. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay, so maybe more on that to come. Potentially. I'll see what games we get for Christmas. Uh, yeah. Steam sale. It's incoming. Hey. There was a little sale, wasn't there? Like, not I that long so. ago. The, the full sale happened. Yes. The theoretical Black Friday. Mm. <laughs> theoretical Black Friday, I right. It's kind of grey. Well, there'll be Christmas soon and then join us in the new year, probably, or before even, in limbo for um, Game of the Year stuff. Game of the Year! I'm also waiting for our our Collision Software video to go up. I hope that'll be a Christmas treat. Uh, Maybe. (laughs) That that requires work. Uh, I thought if if I I can't make. If I can't make new videos, then maybe maybe okay. <laughs> you're, you're going to run through our backlog quite yeah. quickly. If we can't make any new ones, release some stuff. Cool. Well, catch us next time for a special edition of the Southcast. It's a special. Yep. See you guys. Bye. Bye.